It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. It's Ears Up Podcast. We're here for another another recording session that is live currently on our YouTube channel. That is true. And I guess that's not really news that can help anybody unless they're on the YouTube channel. <laughs> in which listening case, live. <laughs> yeah. It would already be there. That's true. You'd already know about it. You already find out about it. So There's a few people watching, listening at least. Good. Well, there should be, to be quite honest. I think four of them are in this room. So <laughs> there's that. Nope, I'm not. Not me. Oh, okay. I realize I don't not need bad. to watch the video because I'm here. No. That's right. right. I'm just in the chat. Yeah. Well, also make sure the video is paused because it kills our down our oh, upload. Wish so. you could see my screen because Taryn's doing uh like you know when someone flexes and they kiss their bicep. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. That's what it looks like she's doing in the in the pause <laughs> screen right now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like she's about to go Perfect. for it. The bathroom is that way. <sighs> well, see, and that's why I keep mine on because I need to watch myself constantly. I need to see what, what Taryn is doing. Yeah. How Taryn looks. But you can't have it on all the time. Well, but I am running the show. It's a joke. So she has yeah. to have it on. Nah. She doesn't have to have it on. Oh, I do. No, you don't. Oh, I can finally hear myself. There you go. Volume is an amazing thing. Welcome, everybody. This is Ears Up Podcast, of course. And today's show is going to be a long one, so <laughs> buckle in. Heat yourself up a churro. And, uh, and get ready to rumble because we're going to be talking about the things that you can do when the park is super packed. Yes. Which yes. happens all of the time. All of, all of the time. All of the time. Yes. Yeah. Every single day the park is, not every single day, but especially for the summer, you know, today's the first day of summer that we're recording on this anyway. And then, uh, you know, coming into the summertime, man, it's, it's hot and packed and gross and nasty. Yeah. And all of those things combined, uh, yeah. can make a terrible trip. If you're counting on riding rides, you know what I mean? But sometimes you just don't want to stand in line. Yeah. And well, we're going to tell you what to do. Honestly, yeah. there's some people that don't like rides, but they still mm-hmm. go to Disneyland. They, I mean, everybody, not everybody, but everybody goes to Disneyland, right? So, right. but everyone not everybody. Who everyone, everyone who listens. <laughs> everyone who, ma- everyone, who's, everyone, everyone who matters goes to right. Disneyland. I agree. Right. I agree. And <laughs> so, but not everybody wants to ride a ride, even a small ride, even like an Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Some people just aren't into it. They don't want to do it. Yeah. But there's so many other things to do. So. There's tons. Well, and, and really most people are just, are, are line adverse. You know what I mean? They, they hear Disneyland and they go, Oh, tons of, ru- what? You are. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about not even getting into the park. Oh. Right? People will go, oh, Disneyland, it's so, it's, there's too many rides, there's too many lines, uh, I'm not going. Got it. I can't yeah, go, yeah, there's yeah. too many rides, or there's too many lines. So, um, this, is, this show is for people like that. If you have someone in your life who is weird like that, um, <laughs> we're gonna, you know, hopefully you can kind of go, hey, why don't you come to Disneyland and we can still do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll be all right. Uh, but first, we do have some housekeeping to do. Uh, join us uh, on uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. If you're on iTunes, rate us anywhere you can rate us. And you know what? Actually, I was thinking, um, this being the age of the internet and all. Interwebs. Right. I believe right. it's internets. And I believe it's internet. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Most people won't know what that. Is. I don't they even could. know what that is, yes, and I'm married to her. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. You do. It's Think about what we're doing later. Secret show yeah. on the internet. Oh, on That's the internet. Your, your got it. Your word. Yeah, people could know boy. our inflection. Yeah, it's 
that's my me. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you guys are members of like, you know, groups of Disneyland people or on message boards or whatever, if you could just help us spread the word, get more listeners, get more ratings, get more things, get more populars, uh, that would be really great. Mm-hmm. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, we're all, lo- we're all over social media, sort of. We're on Facebook, Twitter, we're on Instagram. Are we on Pinterest? We're I don't on know. Pinterest. Are we? Yeah. We're there. All right. Well, that's great. Find we're us. Um, <laughs> doing much better than I was. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any feedback on the show, that goes to Taryn, T-A-R-E-N, at earsup-podcast.com. Any compliments go to Terrence uh, at the aforementioned URL. And then uh, you can say hi, hi. to Beverly <laughs> at uh, Bev at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Anything else comes to me. I'm Jason at EarsUp, whatever I just said. Dot something. Dot something or other. Dot whatever. Dot org. <laughs> dot whatever the heck. AOL.com. <laughs> yeah. Big heckin'. You know what I mean? There's a lot of hecks going on. Um why am I, why am, why are you flat? Why is my thing flashing? There we go. Uh, don't forget it. We have a, a, a blog. That we sometimes do. I'm sorry, I'm doing like five things at once trying to, get our, trying to get our guest on the show. Uh, don't forget to check out our blog. We have a bunch of cool stuff. We have animated classics review. Um, and I was looking through our blog recently. Mm-hmm. And I forgot we've written some things that mm-hmm. aren't the animated classics review. They're actually blogs. Right. Yeah. Right. So you can go check those out too if you're bored one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the way to support us, you go shopping on our Amazon link. You go to our homepage, yearsuppackingpodcast.com. Click on the Amazon link. Make it your uh, your official bookmark for the actual Amazon deal. That way you can do all your shopping there. We get a little cut, and that's really great for us. You can be a reoccurring donor via PayPal if you want. But really, you should go to patreon.com slash ears up to, to really be a member of our little community we're kind of building here. And you sign up on a monthly basis, and we give you rewards, and it's really cool. And one of the rewards, the best reward, <laughs> personally, is the uh, secret show. Yes, it's a great show. It's my favorite show. It's pretty good, man. We uh, <laughs> kind of agree with you. We, <laughs> we make uh, drinks that are found in the parks, mm-hmm. and we do and news. Then we drink them. <laughs> and then we drink, <laughs> them. drink them. Sometimes too fast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never. Sometimes, sometimes too often. Sometimes that's noticeable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and another, it's been five hours, but I don't, um, But hey, sometimes you get some bad. really good stories from Terrence, so oh, yeah, there's yeah. also that. That's true. We got some good feedback. Can't repeat it. Can't no, repeat, no, you, no, we show. can't. No, Absolutely not at not. all. Not at all. But uh, yeah, it's a good time. So check it out. Patreon, excuse me, patreon.com slash ears up. You can also go to getcoveyears.com, purchase coveyears from us, please. Uh, churro shirts as well. Um, basically, you just go to our t-shirt site on on, uh, on the website, and our t-shirt link rather, and you can find all the places that you can buy the official churro shirt. Any other churro shirt that you see online is a ripoff of us, and it's literally taking money out of our pockets. And, uh, you know, if you like the design, uh, you know, we'd appreciate uh, buying it from us. So please do that. Yep. Uh, you can support all of our friends at uh, earsuppodcast.com slash about us, friends of Ears Up. Those are all the people who've supported the show and, you know, they have a little side hustles too. So, you know, if you're out for, uh, if you're out for some other cool shirts or other cool, uh, you know, merchandise or, or, uh, you know, just to say hi, check yeah. those out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm getting really emotional. So clipped. Yeah, are yeah. you broken? Do you want me to get you some water? I might be broken. No, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, and last but not least, tickets are on sale for our hundredth show yes, they are. live. Yes. Come see us at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disney on November 11th. Tickets are 50 bucks for adults, uh, kid less for kids. Um, you get a cool gift bag just for registering, and then you get a raffle ticket, and we have stuff to raffle off, which is going to be really great. We don't have it yet. 
because it's like 12 months away or whatever it is. Uh, not no, not no. quite, but. It's like four? It's like uh, five. Five. Okay. Well, I think we'll be Less purchasing some away. really cool things when we go down in yes. September. And yeah. yeah. It's going to be pretty awesome. So I made. No, we're going to have a ton of stuff to give away. It's going to be great. I made what could be a great or terrible choice regarding our. Hundredth episode. Okay, oh, you're opting not to go. <laughs> Done. <Okay. laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's all right. No, um, I booked another hotel room for on the way home because I plan on staying until park closing on Sunday and driving halfway home after closing. Why? Oh my god! Because I like to make bad choices. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you just get a second night? Hashtag bad uh, life decisions. Because I want to be here earlier in the day, so I'm going to drive oh. over the grapevine and stay in T. Tihon. Oh, Grand Tihon. Tihon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Tian Pass right at the bottom. Yep. Yeah. Those right. outlets. I got it. I got a good room. Got a All good right. price. There you go. <laughs> it's probably a good dump. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a new one. Yeah. Yeah. It says truck stop at the end, but it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. it's, no, it doesn't. It says motor lodge. Okay. Yeah, it's a truck stop. <laughs> yeah. do, they, do they have showers and do you have to pay for them? I'm kidding. Okay. It's a nice place. You sure. It is. Yeah. It has right. of the the town of 600 it's the number one rated hotel <laughs> of the one but there's only also one but it does right. have excellent reviews so. they have that hotel and then steve's house those are the two <laughs> yeah. places you can stay in that it's an airbnb it's called <laughs> steve's house that's amazing yeah the one the one review is like my hotel is clean and the best around please join me it'll be fine here at the dump your body motor lodge <laughs> i have plans to go into the park sunday and i'm gonna get every penny's worth yeah. You oh, should. you don't have a pass. I, forgot I about do not. That. So yeah. I'm paying for it. So I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna milk that, and then I'm gonna drive home, and and you're gonna pay for it. Not crash. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Do it, man. We are going on a cruise on the next day. <laughs> for real? Out <laughs> yeah. of Long Beach? Yeah, no. out of L.A. We booked oh. it last night. We booked nice. it last night, man, on Costco. Um, for <laughs> my it's gonna be my 40th birthday in November. <laughs> on November 7th. I know. He old. I'm old, dude. I said that like I'm like 32. Yeah, I'm 37. I right. just realized, oh my gosh. It's a weird milestone to hit, bro. We it better, really is. We better hurry up and do more shows. We don't have much luck. <laughs> we have much time left on I this know, earth, man. Dude, I know. It's crazy, man. But yeah, so you know, we're doing something well, a big do for, for the 40th. Nice. And going to Cabo. Cabo oh, San Lucas. Nice. Yeah, but it, off of Costco, man. They have tons of like, re, you know, cheap. Hot- uh, not hotel, cheap uh, like tour packages yeah. and stuff like that. So not it's bad. not really going to cost us much at all. It's kind of like no. it'd be dumb not but to. But it sucks when, that you sa- when you buy it from Costco, you have to buy like five trips at one time. Yeah, right? and it's I'm okay bulk, with it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, when Taryn sent me the link, I was like, when I saw the price, I was like, mm, that's not that good of a price. But then I realized it was for two people. For two people. And that's a crazy good price. And for five days. Yeah. It's not bad at all. It's not bad. I have a coworker who has been on like 12 cruises, so mm-hmm. he like knows everything about cruises. He was telling me today, he was like, that's a really good price, and that's a really good cruise ship, and, and you're going to love Cabo. It's really clean. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. He like alleviated all of the things that I was a little worried about. I just, <laughs> I just want you to know from personal experience, if you're in the casino too late, they will come and unplug the game that you're playing. <laughs> they sure will. <laughs> To Wait, are you talking about on the boat or in Cabo? <laughs> on the boat. Okay. Yeah. How we, uh, I thought uh, that they were like 24 hours. Quick question. No. How Not all were you in the casino? 
two, gosh, how late two was o'clock, it? Two o'clock, two thirty. We went on a um, a booze cruise for right. for for the for Brewing Network shows. Right. Yeah, last year. And uh, it was the last night, and, and so we like went <laughs> after it. And you know, on cruises, like sometimes they have like a fancy restaurant right, included right. in your meal package. Right. And so we did like family dinner because it was like fifteen of us, right? And right. just you know, satellite people and friends mm-hmm. and whatever. So we did family dinners, but last night we're like we're we're dressing up. Everyone bring your suits. Everyone mm-hmm. bring nice clothes. We're just gonna have fun because why not? Right. So we did that, and then afterwards, what are semi-alcoholics gonna do but go to the casino go on board, of right, course. and lose a bunch of money? Of I and made a hundred dollars <laughs> that night. Nice. I would have made ahead. more of it in unplug your, your <laughs> oh, machine. No, well, all <laughs> of the money I won, I lost in this particular machine. It was okay. one of those machines where like you drop a coin in, and then mm-hmm. it's like the 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 little arm like is ro- pushing back oh, and you mean forth. The dumbest thing to play in the whole <laughs> yeah, casino. Yeah. If you don't understand what? physics. Oh, have you, are you serious? No. Have you ever seen anyone wanting a Chuck E. Cheese with that machine? It doesn't happen. But it was pumping out money, not It was pumping out money, not tickets. You can do that. uh, Any any game could be a casino game. They do paper, rock, scissors on National Lampoon's Vegas vacation, all right? Any game could be a casino game. So, but on top of all the quarters that you're dumping in, there were like rolls of what we assumed were rolls of 20s. But it was actually just a 20 rolled around four ones. That's right. Oh, God, it's $4. And so we just, I love that. And so we kept, we, we won quite a few of those. I mean, yeah. Not to, so we no. won money on it. That's right. the thing, but we but kept pumping we them in. Right back. <laughs> and so, and then they're like, okay, last call for the casino or the winner. We're like, whatever. Hey, go get some more. Change this to coin. Let's wow. go. Let's pump it in. And they literally Dude, came by literally and went, came by and we're like, no. And the saddest thing ever was that rake or that push just stopping. And I'm like, all oh, those coins on the edge. That's so mine. funny. Yes. That is so funny. <laughs> and there's like four of us just pumping into the same machine. No, do you hear? I mean, it's great. We had to pump $500 into that machine that night. And you won 100 I, I wasn't pumping in my own money. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I think Jay was handing out coin after money a while. Money bag was dropping yeah, the money there. Money oh, wow. That was pretty good. Uh, anyway, so we're doing a cruise after that. Don't uh, play that if game. you guys want to come along, you're more than welcome to. Kyle says he might come. I he should. It. That would be cool. Come on with That'd us. It'd be fun, dude. It'd be a good time. Uh, anyway, so about the 100th show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That's what we were talking about. Go to brownpapertickets.com and search for us, Ears Up Podcast. Uh, Jeremy from Spectro is going to be our fifth chair. He's going to be sitting in for the entire show. And I cannot wait I cannot to wait. drink loads of alcohol with this kid. I've started I, communicating with him like he's like a good friend of mine. And Oh, wow. And a good friend. A wow. good friend. Yeah, like I, I emailed him today. Should I be worried? What's going on here? <laughs> then occasionally you have to remind yourself that you've never actually met. Yeah. Like, I made a joke to him today and then I was like, oh, I wonder if I went too far because I've never actually met the kid. What did you, oh, you made a mama joke. You made a your I mama, made a joke. mama joke. <laughs> I went there and then I was like, oh, maybe that was... Too much. Maybe I should never go there. Maybe I should lose how to get there. Maybe oh no! Forget. Just so we're clear, Kyle wants to come to Disneyland with me, not uh, the cruise oh. with you. Oh, cool! Good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do that too. That sounds amazing. I'm excited to hang out yeah. with you, Kyle. I, the, my family, including my mother, will be there in November. So that whole loads of alcohol thing will have to happen in September at the run. Okay. Uh, yes. Fair that's enough. when it will happen for me. Fair and enough. I'm gonna have an, uh, hey, well. <laughs> Come uh, November. <laughs> I am a good boy. I'm a good boy. I am mommy. a good boy. <laughs> uh, we do have new uh, shirt designs in stock. You go to tpublic.com and search for Ears Up Podcast. And uh, we have a few new looks in there. We have the Captain EO thing uh, as well. Um, yeah, so that's all the announcements. Great. So we, uh, I want to do is spend a couple of moments here 
talking about uh, Terrence. He just got back from the parks. Oh, ah, yes. I mean, yeah, I did. He spent the day there. Mm-hmm. One of those weird, yeah. elusive days. That a day you and a half. I'm actually going down this weekend. I'm going to be there Again? on Sunday. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oof. I don't know when this is releasing. Monday? Monday. Yeah, I was there yesterday. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard uh, That's a hard trip to do. Two, two weekends week- in a row, dude. Yeah, two weddings. That's what it is. Uh, okay. All right, well, that's, that's fine. What it is. But yeah, it was um, fun. But fun. I want to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yes, absolutely. And then so I'm bringing back our good friend uh, Kyle. Kyle, are you here, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Hi, Kyle. Uh, I want to bring Kyle back to talk uh, from an Imagineer standpoint mm-hmm. about the ride. And uh, I want you guys, uh, in my mind, I want you guys uh-huh. to argue. I want it to be point <laughs> counterpoint. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but uh, apparently you both really loved it. Yes, Kyle. Do you want to start? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So uh, you yeah, messaged I- me like you were in line, and you're like, "I can't wait for this. It looks amazing." I didn't say that from the outside. I'll tell you that because the outside is still terrible. But <laughs> but from the inside, the second you get into that lobby, uh, it's it's a totally different environment, mm-hmm. and uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really leverage a lot of the new technology to really deliver something that you haven't seen from a Disney park while at the same time giving you something totally familiar, which is very cool, and it's consistent throughout the ride. So, so I don't know. Are we spoiler-free here, or are we heavy nah, on spoilers? Nah, the, like, what's the yeah, deal? you can spoil stuff. Well, I'm okay wait, with hold that. Hold on, hold on. Let me talk on the – let me touch on the outside of the ride. Right. So um, I'm there by yeah. – I, I get down to Disneyland at 2 o'clock. I run into the park, 45-minute wait. Um, I'm walking up to the beginning of the queue, and the cast member's there. And I'm like, hey, is it really 45 minutes? And she's like, yeah. I says, so what do you think? She goes, meh. Like that. That was her answer. Was, she gives you a meh. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting in line, and I'm looking, and they kind of do the same thing where they have um, on um, – Haunted Mansion, where they have like the fake the names of the plants and stuff while you're waiting in line. They did the same thing there. Um, as ornate as the tower itself is, is yeah. I mean, it's just okay. Ornate is a word, yeah. right? It's just okay. You know, it's, it wasn't the outside wasn't great, but I gaudy agree. Gaudy is another word. Uh, it was. It's very gaudy, but it's intentionally gaudy though. It's intentionally gaudy. But as soon as you huh. hit the the entrance, I completely agree with Kyle. It is a uh, Amazing. So you're talking about not obviously the overflow line, but once you get into the building itself, right? Exactly. Right when you get to what okay. was the lobby, I guess it still is a lobby. Um, it is yeah. absolutely amazing. And I had I had to check a, a girl. She was probably like twenty twenty one. And um, there's since it's no spoiler alert. There's a video that they're showing, and it's on a constant loop. And at one point in the video, Stan Lee walks out, and she goes, "Huh? I guess he collected an old guy." And I'm like, um, <laughs> that's Stan Lee. And, she, and she's like, who's Stan Lee? From Marvel. Like, the dude that made this all possible. Oh, right. Yeah, I so, yeah. That was either. That's really? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Do you, do you, you would have known, right, Jason? Yeah, I know who that is. Okay. Yeah. I figured you would. Come on. Okay. I'm a nerd. Anyway, yeah. That was it. Yeah. Go on, Kyle. Okay. Well, no, uh, so that video, I mean, that video is awesome. Uh, and what's cool about it is they timed it right, too. So, as long as the ride's moving, you get to watch it pretty much once and a little teeny bit more, but it's not like annoying where it's looped and looped and looped. But what's cool about that space is they really, you know, the lobby was good because it was a lobby and it, and it was traditional. It fit, it fit that Art Deco style with the high ceilings and everything, mm-hmm. but they really utilized that and they put stuff above you, they put yes. stuff around you, and they, they, they used the whole room when they decorated it 
And if you've seen the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie and you've seen what the collector's base looks like, mm-hmm. it's that and more. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really awesome to see all the artifacts that are in there and on display because they're just so unique. I agree. I definitely agree. Well, that that's good to hear. I'm 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 glad that they didn't just kind of you know dump a bunch of stuff in there. We did read a a, a news article in the last show. Uh, there was like 25 things that you didn't notice on the you know lobby of the thing or whatever, and and it seemed like they had some cool artifacts. Um, I didn't know a lot of them because I had I just seen uh, Doctor Strange. Okay, I hadn't seen it before when mm-hmm. you were reading that article, and I was like, I don't understand what like three of these things are, but uh, I guess now that I do, are those? Uh, and I imagine they're just kind of fun things to hunt for in in line, right? Like you're 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 moving slow enough where you can sit around and look at them. Yeah, I mean you're moving. It's the yeah. exact same pace as Tower of Terror, okay. so you okay. know you're moving you're moving at the same thing. You still have the pre-show where you have to you know reset and you wait through a little scene before going into the boiler room, quote-unquote, and the pacing's pretty much the same as far as all that goes. But what's nice about it is they've filled in all the time that you've been standing in there, so the pacing feels a lot more accelerated, Mm. and you don't feel like you're waiting as long, long, honestly, once you get inside. Outside, terrible. Outside, (laughs) I have issues with all the way around the board. But, uh, I mean, I'm going to – let me digress. The outside – like, have you seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Like, yeah. they could have stolen yeah. buildings from anywhere else in that. I mean, the Cree town was beautiful with, like, shining, glittering buildings, and, and I don't know, they chose that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it's a weird, it's a weird eyesore, but that's fine. How was the actual ride mechanics, Terrence? How was that like? So okay, so um, before I got on the ride, and you're in the the boiler room. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I thought they could have done a lot more in that area of the uh, of the queue. Okay, like okay, that's you know whatever. It kind of looks very reminiscent to what it was before. There's a little couple of secrets here and there. Yeah. Like there's a um, um, Harold from. Um, you know the the uh, the yeti the yeti right is right. there and yeah. like okay whatever that's fine um, so I had actually gotten to the point where I'm like ah, I don't think this ride's going to be that great so I get on the ride and immediately when you sit down on the elevator it is nothing like the interaction with the cast member is nothing like it was on Tower of Terror Tower of Terror they were um, very reserved and somber. You know, somber yeah right yeah, and right. they would always do like a thing like um, I liked I liked it when the cast member would put their face right up to where the elevator closed and then when you get off the ride they're right there again mm-hmm. so it wasn't like this it was they were very much okay good luck on your mission you got to go help rocket save everyone blah mm-hmm. blah and it starts off and when um, I think I got um born to be wild oh, my favorite song was it born to be, no no it wasn't born to be wild it was um I can't remember. The Bad to the Bone? Like, um, no, it was um, that's a worse free, free Ride. It was Free Ride. Oh, that's, that's a good, a good one. That's a good song. Yeah. I got so uh, right when, when that started, I was like, okay, this might be all right. And it takes you through, through the scenes, and immediately you're like, this is not the same drop sequence at all from the Tower of Terror. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Okay. The interaction with what they're showing you was perfect. There was a point, and whatever. If you haven't been on it, you haven't been on it yet, but I'm going to spoil it. Uh, for the one I did, there's a point where the characters are um, – kind of just levitating okay. and they're making the elevator you're in levitate as well and then they drop no. and you drop and you're going up and th- it was amazing i amazing. already <laughs> i'm just gonna say you know kid friendly downstairs yes i'm already very tingly and it, <laughs> I, I i'm 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 clinching, you're clinching I, yes. I, I uncontrollably i can't <laughs> even just 
seeing you with your hands doing the whole levitating thing, oh, man. that freaks me out. I, okay. I don't I don't know if I can, whatever. I have a question. Since it is like the same ride, essentially, does it feel like the same amount of scary? No. If you were scared by it, I guess. Okay, so for... <laughs> uh, go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. Well, I, the tone of the attraction is totally different. You know, like, uh, Tower of Terror had a lot of foreboding, dark, slow segments where they kind of dragged you and kind of pulled things out, played some underlying music tones and stuff like that to bring in that suspense. Guardians is an action movie. Guardians is all about moving. And the second you get on that elevator, it starts moving, and it does not stop. Hmm. So it's, it's not nearly as, in, as, as uh, scary as... Uh, I mean, unless you're afraid of the drops, of course. I mean, that's a whole different thing. But it's not nearly as scary as uh, Tower of Terror was. Okay, that's interesting because I think that is what scared me is the the mm-hmm. anticipation of the drop. Yeah, it's when they 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 hold you there and then the doors open and you're yeah. like, oh my god, when and is it? Oh jeez! No. And they still wait another beat. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, this wasn't like this um, for for me, especially the first time on. So I have no anticipation of what's going to happen. I kept thinking to myself. I've been on here for like five minutes. Oh, really? That's what it feels like. It feels like okay. I've been falling and going up and down for five minutes. When in the world are they going to take the picture? And it feels like you're all the way at the bottom and they shoot you all oh, the way up to the top, <laughs> lock you real quick, take the picture, drop you, shoot oh, up, drop you all the way back down. God! That I can't sound even... in the background is the sound of Jason's bottom dying. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. So it was for me, because I haven't been on the ride before, Yeah, it was... It was not, Ugh. I won't say scarier, but it was more intense because I couldn't anticipate what was going to happen and when it was going to happen. Right. But, right. Oh, my Lord, it was so good. Yeah. So good. It was good. So good. So good. Kyle, what do you think? What's your take, man? I mean, I, I loved it. Uh, okay. I think, I think it's really interesting. I think it's way better use of that system than what they were doing originally. Oh, wow. And the pacing is just so much better. Um, I walked in thinking I was going to hate this ride. I thought it was going to be an overlay kind of at the quality of Nightmare Before Christmas even, uh, which, which by the way, I love. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like right. that. I'm just saying like the quality we were about to um, fight. for like a permanent attraction would be good enough. Uh, but, but, but I mean, they, they really rocked it, honestly. Um, the outside should not let you judge the inside at all. I guess don't bother to yeah. judge the book by its cover. Okay. So. All right. Cool. I mean, it, it, I would imagine it's going to be a permanent ride, yeah. at least for for several more years, yeah. because they have two just I came would, out, three is going to come out, and they're already thinking about four. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, I would say it's definitely permanent. It's definitely upgradable, too. And I think, and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure they could roll it back without too much difficulty if they really wanted to, without not talking about the outside. But on the inside, if they want to do, like, an overlay or something for, like, a throwback. But mm-hmm. honestly, you know, I was thinking a lot about it today, and I think I think that Guardians of the Galaxy fits in Hollywood better than Tower of Terror ever did. Um, Interesting. Tower of Terror always felt out of place because it was, like, a 1940s, 1920s-like era uh, hotel in Hollywood land when the rest of the Hollywood land was obviously, like, super 90s, modern, uh, presser era. That's but true. It tells like its own story that stands alone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it, it almost, I mean, it fits in sort of with like the, the Buena Vista Street redesign, sort yes, of, but it's yes. still 10 to 15 years out of that mm-hmm. era. Right, I agree. Huh. Interesting take. I'm feeling yeah. very torn because 
I value your opinion, and I know, but I know Terrence loves terrible things. <laughs> so, he really does, that's though. That's a really valid point. Like, I don't, that's such a valid point. I don't point. know how to feel right now. <laughs> so many good takes. Well, well, if you remember, I've always dissed all of Terrence's terrible things that's that true. he liked. That's so true. I know. And this I'm is, just saying. This is why I'm torn. <laughs> I, wow. I, I like some terrible things. Like, Three, like Golden Girls and Saved by the Bell. I don't know what else. No, I like those this. are good things. No, those those aren't the terrible things, things yeah, that you like. Things. No, they're they're good things, but they're terrible things. Like it's it's a good okay. show because it's so bad. Kind but of, but that's thing. not what we're talking. I about. I just remember you saying, <laughs> like during that armchair imagineering session, that you wanted to take uh, to- uh, Toontown and turn it into Frozen Land, exactly. which is a great so. idea. <laughs> This is our point exactly. Uh, no, they already, Kyle hang up. They already, they already got rid of no, Aladdin for Frozen. Like, let's not. Its presence is enough. And the, that DCA is better than Disneyland. Uh, exactly. That's let's not true. forget but, that. But I will say that uh, I have the correct take on this ride. This ride is amazing. It's definitely an upgrade. It's really good. All right. Yeah. All right. And I'm I'm only agreeing with you because Kyle said so too. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. I'm still not agreeing with you. I'm gonna have to see for myself. Yeah, I am excited to go on it. I am too. I don't I honestly don't know if I I can go on it. No, you will. I'll hold you your hand. Can. You can go. You've written I'm the other one. So I need like I need handholds on both sides, like I do railings hate that, on both sides. I share it. So. I, I, need, I, need, like I, I need to be, I, 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 I'm terrified. I'm not terrified, but I don't, I don't like that sensation. I don't like the no, drop release sensation. I don't, I, I don't like it. So. And, um, <laughs> did I, you ride Tower of Terror? Yeah, I did. A couple times. And did you enjoy that? No. I hated every uh-huh. single moment. Well, with Tower, with Tower of Terror, when you said the ride would be great if you just walk through the queue yeah. and then you leave, yeah. I would agree with you. With this, the queue pales in comparison to the ride. Let me ask you a question, Kyle. How is the ride compared to Tower of Terror? As far as, uh, like, your, your, on a scale from no puckers to ten, <laughs> what's the, <laughs> what's the, what, you, you, you see what I'm saying? What's the difference in, like, in, like, freakability? I mean, it's, it's, it's the same, honestly. Uh, okay. you know, the ride, the ride is, uh, it's the same ride system, so you're still getting the same throws and the, you know, they didn't accelerate it or anything like that. Right. Uh, I think they just traded suspense for action, and both of those qualities are, you know, equally chaotic to a person. Okay. So, so you're 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 moving yeah. more. Say one more time. You're moving more often. Like you're you're. It sounds like you're you're. Oh yeah. There's more movement, but uh, uh, what about the the steep drops? Are there a lot of those? They two? give you the same steep drops. Okay. They give you the same ones. Uh, some of them are more intense, honestly, and some of them are this are the same. But nothing's. There's no big like. It's not like they've accelerated. It's not like the change from Star Tours to Star Tours 2.0, mm. where it got more right, intense. Right. You know, it's like the change from Haunted Mansion to Haunted Mansion Holiday, where it's pretty much the same ride system, but you're just doing a lot more of something. Let's say. Okay. Uh, what I thought was really interesting is. Like, so Terrence touched on it, but they throw you up and they give you, you do a bunch of action and then they give you a screen. But when you interact with these screens, you're, uh, you know, with where the story is taking place, you only have like 10 seconds with them mm-hmm. and then they give you more movement and then you get like another 10 seconds and then they give you more movement and then you get another 10 seconds. Yeah. So it's, it's really short times that you're sitting still. You're basically moving the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think it sounds more fun, and I I'm right. also terrified by that ride. But yeah. I think it sounds like I would like it more. Okay, 
It's way better. It All really right. is. It's okay. way better. Okay. Get it. All right. Awesome. I believe it was you. A, it was a walk-by ride for me for a little while. I mean, it was... It's like, eh, you know, I, yeah, but 45 I, minutes, you have to go on it. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm saying Tower of Terror because you, oh, you've I done see it before. Saying, okay. But now, I mean, it's yeah. the same thing with Star Tours. Now you have multiple scenes that you can have. And what they've done with it, like I said, it's it's a lot better. I was really okay. impressed. All right. Was, well, maybe uh, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, Kyle, thanks, man. <laughs> Any Anything else you want to uh, say before we get out of here about uh, Tower of Terror? No, just let me let me know when you guys are uh, heading to the park to ride it because I'll definitely join you. So. All right. Sounds good. We'll be there September. All right. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, Appreciate buddy. It. Bye, Kyle. Thanks, dude. Later. Adios. Bye. There's Kyle. Good dude. I like awesome. that man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, Taryn, you got some feedback we for do. us. All right, let's do that. All right. Uh, the first one we've got is from Holly. She writes in a few times, um, or she has. Uh, I cannot stress this enough. If you are a cat lover, do not watch Oliver and Company for the movie review. Don't do it. I started it yesterday and Terrence Style balled through the, through the first <laughs> 20 minutes. This movie used to be one of my favorites. Apparently, I didn't have a heart when I was three to five. <laughs> and it definitely does not hold up to my cat lady soul. Just thought I'd warn you guys before you hit the 90s movie reviews. Which, by the way, is never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't go through the emotional turmoil I did. Love and raindrops from Washington, Holly. P.S. Hi, Bev. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, We're the, Facebook friends. Oh, cool. Um, the next one is from is. Matt. And this is uh, in reference to our secret show. <laughs> this show, uh, our last one. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> this show got weird. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Fun weird. Terrence, great stories. I will miss you if you have to go into protective custody over the show. (laughs) Bev, don't let others hate on you. I consider 750 milliliters to be one glass of wine, too. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that. (laughs) If you want to know what that's all about, go ahead and join our uh, secret shows. Um, Not one glass bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This next one is from Angela, and she wrote us a really long email, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, and I let her know. (laughs) But she did touch on Pandora, so I I do want to read some of it. Um, Hi, Ears Up team. Returned a little little over a week ago from a week-long trip to the other park. And wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to fill Not you guys. Very farm, what's going on? Yeah, I uh, wanted to fill you guys in on the things that stood out the most to me. Uh, first things first, my boyfriend pulled off the best surprise ever, and is no longer my boyfriend, but my fiance. Wow! I saw it all happen on Instagram. I was really excited. Nice. That's cute. Um, yes, he did it perfectly, right in the middle of Main Street, USA, right after the fireworks, when the uh, lit up castle in the background. Uh, complete with applauding with the applauding crowd. Getting trampled by people. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably more like, what is this guy doing? Oh, oh my God. God. Stop in the walkway. Get to the side. What are you doing? Come on, dude. You're not the only person in the world. Un- Go. Unlike you, some people really like watching those things happen. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably um, right. Uh, she goes on, in other news, Pandora is incredible. The Imagineers missed no detail in recreating the Avatar world. Uh, yeah, dude, I can't wait to go to the, that Pandora, John, and really? uh, at uh, Disney World. It yeah, dude. So amazing. don't care. The Pandora, John? The oh, thing. this is his new thing. John, John means anything. Oh, I thought yeah. John meant bathroom. It does, well, it, but it can also mean anything. No, this is J-A-W-N. 
It's very Philly. Don't worry about it. You're okay? not in. Okay. <laughs> West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Gonna <laughs> happen again? Oh, oh those so, are the Johns. I love it. I'm yeah. so fresh. I gotta live with uh, Uncle Phil. Go for it. The floating mountains oh are pretty God. impressive, and the flow of foliage. <laughs> Foliage and decorations don't seem as I like arti- foliage. <laughs> Hello. I would like to smell the foliage. <laughs> that was me, not her, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. You know. Uh, they don't look as artificial as other parts of Disney, like the Swiss family. Okay. House. Uh, we went on uh, the two rides available in Pandora, the River Cruise, which is just a neon-lit Pirates of the Caribbean through Pandora. Um, I will say the animatronics of the Shaman of Songs is impressive. The smoothest animatronics I've ever seen from Disney. Huh. Uh, another note, except for the store and the food areas, there is not a lot of coverage in this area of the park, so be prepared if you're going during the rainy season like we did. Or I imagine on a really super really? hot day. Like, why do they do this? That's surprising. Why? No, it's not. This is- <laughs> for, no, for Pandora, I would think there would be a lot, oh, yeah. a lot of, can- of like a big canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It'd yeah. be so easy to hide that too, like to yeah. to theme that up. But I mean, you look at Bugs Land. That's yeah. a ton of coverage. A ton. Yeah, that's true. Um, the ride you don't want to miss is the Flight of the Banshee. This ride is incredible. We rode it twice, uh, once going through the Fast Pass line, so we missed the cool stuff in the queue. But we returned uh, the next night during Magic Hours um, to see the area lit up, and the queue is definitely worth it if you're willing to wait. The exterior of the queue gives you views of the land that can't be seen anywhere else, and the interior is recreated sci- scientific lab, complete with scattered notes, experiments, Banshee skull, and an avatar avatar floating in the blue vat near the end hmm. um okay the ride is like a personal soren uh you're seated in your own seat which can only be compared to a futuristic spin bike she says okay um and secured with back and leg supports and padded chest and leg pads this sounds like like a whole thing it's a whole deal dude <laughs> i feel chest like i might pad? fall if they have to do that because like you're leaning on. against it i guess i maybe? think so because I, I think you're flying yeah. Um, so the ride is a 4D experience. The pads vibrate and move, and no. lets you see the way Pand- the, the way Pandora, um, way more of Pandora than the movie did. Why no? Why no to vibrating pads, but not no to let's drop you eighteen thousand stories. I feel more safe because it's a pad that vibrates. What are no, you talking about? No, not that, but the whole you have to have fifteen points of restraint and all of that. <laughs> it makes me nervous. That's safety. It still makes me nervous. Really? Safe first. On the Tower Terry or Garden to the Whatever, you have one point yeah, of the Yeah, if it fails, I just hit the roof of the elevator and bounce no. around to the end of the ride. You know you're not really out. in the air when you go to the Pandora ride, right? You're not falling 20 feet. I know that you're not falling. Go okay. on. Okay. Go on. <laughs> um, I just need to get to the bottom of, of so why you can't figure it out. There's so much rationality happening in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the small detail that was most amazing Maybe. to me was on the seat. There are pads for your inner thighs, and when you're... Banshee is at rest. If you squeeze your thighs, your legs together, the pads expand and contract, and it mimics the breathing of your Banshee. Oh, right, because the Banshee is the... Have you seen no. Pandora or whatever it is? Yeah, I have not. The, it's the, Avatar? The, the, the thing that you fly. That you're flying yeah. on, yeah. So it's breathing. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and so she says, absolutely do not miss this ride. Um, hope this insight helps a bit. Uh, should you have any questions, we can call her or email her. Uh, thanks, guys. Angela. I want to fax her. And also, congratulations <laughs> again. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Uh, the next one is from Jacob. Um, Hello, it's, Jacob. It says, oh, crap, I screwed up. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. 
Um, I can't wait to figure out what this is going to be. Good way to start off an email. No, he wrote in on our on our last show, and he says, I was listening to the to the favorite Disney movie podcast, and I noticed when you were reading my feedback, the second half made no sense. I made a grammar mistake with a few missing words. Uh, what I meant is that there's shady guys selling fidget spinners every 10 feet while walking to the hotel, and after never seeing homeless people on the street um, on any trip before, it was weird to me that I saw homeless people this time. Okay, hope this clears things up. Just to clarify, I'm not an I'm not insane. Thanks, Jacob. All right. We didn't really think you were insane. No. But. Sort of. <laughs> and that's it for feedback. Okay. Wonderful. Um, oh, you know what I don't have? Oh, no. Did I screw this up? Are you not ready for our friend? Uh, no. Here it is right here. Now it's time for. Join us as we unravel the magic behind some of Disney's most beloved pieces of music. It's Spectro Time. This magic night. A million stars will play beside us. Cast a spell of light. Glimmering, shimmering, carouseling round the world tonight. Jeremy. I love that Spectro Magic John. <laughs> you know the Johns, right? Oh, Come on. No, I have never heard that in my life. Really? Because it's not a thing. It's a thing in this house. So I can I'm tell you that much. Best work, right? Uh, I, can't, I can't. Sorry, that was a terrible fade out. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm pretty good. My churro shirt arrived about three days ago. <gasps> you know, I would have sent you one, right? We have some printed out already. I yeah, but I think I bought it, it from the counterfeit people. You are... You. <laughs> You're I'm a, kidding. I was no, I'm kidding. hoping he would say that. <laughs> you're a word I can't. You're a couple of hyphenated words I can't say right <laughs> now. It's not the secret show. Like, I kind <laughs> of so wanted to buy one from the counterfeit people and oh, then wear bro. it to the hundredth show just like I had no clue. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know what makes me hurt worse, the talking about the Guardian's drops or this conversation right now. Well, close. then other people will probably have theirs on. He could be like, hey, how much did you spend for yours? Because I got mine for $6.99. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. You should go to this website. <laughs> I know between the counterfeit churro shirts, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy being good and Golden Girls being bad, this is oh, a no, rough no, no, show. No, 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 no. It's terrible, right? I did not say Golden Girls was bad. I love that show, but it's like the you know it's the um, guilty pleasure. Like most people don't think it's a good show. That's actually I, not true. That's very I, true. Have I have you? absolutely no guilt about the fact that there's at least five Golden Girls on my DVR waiting for me to watch them it's, right now. Oh, it's the best thing to ever come to Hulu. Terrence shared with me his Hulu account, and so every time I log into there, it's like recently watched Golden Girls. Holler. Literally every. I'm not. I'm. I swear to you, I'm not kidding. It's just a permanent fixture in the recently watched. It's, it's never left. It's actually number one wow. every single time because I watch that every night. I love that show. It's so good. Hey, uh, you know that's great, man. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I'm glad to talk to you. It feels like we haven't talked to you in forever. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been over a month. It has been actually. over a month. Um, yeah. We're going to see you in September. Oh, I can't wait. And I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I'm Ouch. starting to question it myself. <laughs> right? Like, I, no, I, like I, it's like, never meet your idols. Yeah, that's how I feel. Right? You're like, like what if he's super boring and he's just like... Hey guys! What if we're super boring? Well, that no, that'll never happen. But like, what if Jeremy's just like, okay, and like he doesn't say a word, and he's just like, you know, okay. See, I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about him. I'm just kidding. Hating us. Oh really? No, I, like, I concerned... don't think I'm gonna hate you guys. I feel the same way. Actually. Like I feel like he's gonna <laughs> hang late. out with us for like an hour and a half, and then be like, oh, 
I just remembered. <laughs> I'm doing a Spectro uh, meetup yeah. uh, somewhere. Oh, hey, can we? We'll, we'll tag along. No, 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 no. It's fine. No, it's okay. No, you guys would be so bored. Um, I, I have I your just, numbers. I'll yeah. text you I'll when text we're you. done. Yeah. Uh, actually, and you know what? Actually, we're going to be done. And I realized I made a mistake booking my flight, so I'm actually going. Yeah, I gotta, home. I gotta go. I, thought, I gotta. Right now. And then we're going to be like leaving the park, and he's in the Esplanade or something like that, having a Dole Whip, and we're like, "What are you doing?" Flight got delayed. Yeah. <laughs> Lost my phone. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Jeremy. What are we going to uh, talk about today, my friend? Uh, we are going to talk about the music of the Carousel of Progress. Oh, I love it! Yes. Nice. Now we saw this yeah. at uh, Disney World, Taryn, yes, and uh, it was it was. I can see why it's a classic. It's like mm-hmm. a, it was kind of an instant classic for us because it's just so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is catchy as anything. It's great. It's one of those few attractions left that you know figuratively still have Walt's fingerprints on them. That's true. true. That's very true. You know, you know, there's not much left that he he had involvement in. So I kind of I kind of like it for that reason. Um, so and it's got that Disney, you know, his Disney message, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Right. Um, all right. Well, so. let's uh, let's jump into the old carousel, Brad. So the genesis for the Carousel of Progress dates back to the early days of Disneyland in the 50s um, with an area being developed by WED called Edison Square. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Edison Square was going to be a residential extension of Main Street USA. And here Disney wanted to place an attraction called Harnessing the Lightning where guests would walk through four adjacent theaters and journey from 1898 to the future, witnessing the improvements made to life by the miracle of electricity. Nice. Oh, interesting. It, 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 yet another walkthrough on the ash heap of history. We never <laughs> right. actually saw this walkthrough, but they always want to do a walkthrough. Right. It's always want the walkthroughs. <laughs> But by 1959, Walt had begun to turn his attention to the upcoming 1964 World's Fair to be held in New York City, as General Electric had requested that Walt design a series of exhibits for their pavilion there to be known as Progress Land. Walt's work on the World's Fair was seen as an important test by Walt and other Disney executives executives as having attractions on the East Coast would quash worries that Disney attractions wouldn't satisfy the more sophisticated tastes of the East Coast population and would be the proof that Walt needed that Walt Disney World could succeed. So they were they were concerned because, you know, here on the East Coast, we're really sophisticated and we don't like all this like saccharine uh, right and here in, in the in the wild west out here we're yeah. heathens and, yeah and, it's uh, just all silliness and, and <laughs> that's all we are that's all we are <laughs> the harnessing the lightning attraction had now grown into a concept called the carousel of progress early concept versions of the carousel show didn't use the memorable soundtrack we know today but instead made use of popular songs from the periods depicted, such as Bird in a Gilded Cage and Barney Google. Number one, please. Barney Google? Barney Google. Does Google know about He's this? He's super rich now. <laughs> he owns 12 Teslas. Barney Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. Or Ask Jeeves. <laughs> I didn't 
like that. That was interesting. I actually did like it. Really? Yeah, I did. It creeped me out. <laughs> it was so good that I'm lucky. I had it on my running playlist, so <laughs> it was easy to send over to Jason for this. I appreciate that. It's very motivating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but during development, Walt decided to go to the musical talents of Richard and Robert Sherman, there and he asked them to create a song that would tell the story without giving away what's happening and also capturing the spirit and essence of the pavilion. The boys, as Walt liked to refer to them, came up with a tune called There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow that was able to be adapted to the musical styles of each decade represented in the show. Uh, number two. sings that uh, tune, Jeremy? In that version, the, which is the original, is the voice of Rex Allen, who also voiced uh, Father in the in the attraction. Okay. Ah, wow. But interestingly, if you go to Disney now, um, it's the show's been updated, and the voice that you hear, oh, his name is um, Gene Simmons. Audrey. Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> We're helpful. Uh, he's the his name. I can't remember his last name, but he's the guy who is the narrator of a Christmas story, basically adult Ralphie. Oh, that yes. guy. I think he does he, the. He's the author too. I think. I th- yeah. I think you might. I be think you right. wrote that. Um, but that's kind of so. That's if you go there now, that's who you hear. But in this version, in the original, and the one I play in Spectro, it's Rex Allen. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gene Shepard. Gene Shepard. Yes, I want to say Sherman, but. Sherman is the the other guys. Only a few days after the Sherman brothers came up with the theme, Walt hastily requested that the boys come to a soundstage and be sure to wear their suits. The reason why is because when they got there, they had to star in a filmed performance of the song Singing Along with Walt that would be used as a presentation to GE executives for the attraction. Wow. Number three. Oh, jeez. Here we go. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away Well, it sounds pretty good. In fact, that's just the right spirit. Our songwriters, Dick and Bob Sherman of the Walt Disney Studio. Thanks, boys. Say goodbye to the folks. Bye-bye. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. As I said, that's the spirit. I feel like he's like, um, thank you very get out. Yeah. <laughs> they're I mean they're they're legends, but the best part of their singing is that they can play piano. <laughs> is that on like a uh, like a video? Can you watch, see that 
video? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube? Yeah, I've seen it on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. I have it from, there was a box set that came out and it's called Walt Disney and the 1964 World's Fair. And you can, um, I think you can even buy it still from the Disney Parks app, but you can get it on Amazon. And it's got the original soundtracks to all the attractions that he did. Cause he did this small world was for the world's fair. Yeah. Um, so he had a, he had a big impact on that. Um, and there's the CDs and they come with a lot of these extras. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So I think when we're in Disneyland in September, you, me and Terrence should spoof that recording. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Amazing. It'll still sound great. <laughs> so, they came up with the with the theme, um, but Buddy Baker took the tune and adapted it into several different musical styles to match the various eras presented in the show, as well as for the loading and exit areas of the attraction. So here's a montage of how There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow evolves through the many decades presented, starting with the 1890s, number four. I like the jazz numbers. Yeah, very good. It's yeah, jazzy. <laughs> yeah, the one version sounded like it could have been done by the Firehouse Five Plus Two. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Following two seasons running at the World's Fair in 1964 and 1965, the Carousel of Progress had two years off before reappearing at Disneyland's newly themed Tomorrowland, A World on the Move, in 1967. This version version of the show remained pretty much as it was at the World's Fair, except for the last act. The fair version featured a General Electric medallion home, which were these um, experimental homes that GE had been producing that used all these GE technologies that, you know, for the 60s, this is pretty cool. Like you have your technologies kind of like all you could control them electronically. And it was I think it was pretty way ahead of its time. Also, at the exit of the Disneyland version, guests exited to the upper level of the Carousel Theater to view a detailed model of Progress City. By now, word was out that Walt had intended to build a city of the future in Florida, and the Progress City model provided a preview of Walt's vision for the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, also known as Epcot. The guests would stand around the model and listen to a presentation about each of the city's futuristic features as each area was lit up and featured individually. Number five. Now far off to your right, we have a welcome neighbor that contributes so much to making Progress City a better place to live in. Mother's talking about our GE nuclear power plant. Not only is it clean and safe, but it helps our local utility keep the cost of electricity low. 
Next door is an industrial park which really looks more like... Like an attractive city park, thanks to beautiful lighting and landscaping. Cut him off. And speaking of parks, (laughs) outdoor lighting has added hours to our... (laughs) She just jumped right in there, as if it's her business. That was odd. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Easy. A welcome neighbor known as the nuclear waste dump. Nuclear power plant. <laughs> we'll save money on streetlights because we'll be glowing in 30 years. Exactly. <laughs> After running for six years in Disneyland, Carousel of Progress closed in 1973 to make way for America Sings. Two years later, in 1975, Carousel of Progress found a new home in Tomorrowland of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom, where it received updates to the show's increasingly out-of-date look at the future, but also a new theme song. The new track, titled The Best Time of Your Life, was also written by the Sherman Brothers, number six. Now is the time, now is the best time, now is the best time of your Life is a prize, live every minute, open your eyes and watch how you win it. Yesterday's memories may sparkle and gleam, tomorrow is still but a dream. Right here and now, you've got it made, the world's forward marching and you're in the parade. That's a weird song. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a weird song. <clears throat> In 1994, Carousel of Progress received a refurbishment along with the rest of Tomorrowland. The show was rewritten to more closely match its original non-commercial message while also restoring the original Sherman Brothers song. It was also renamed Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. The original Progress City model that served as the Disneyland version's poke show can still be seen today, at least in part. A portion of Walt's Progress City model is housed in the Stitch's Great Escape building in the Magic Kingdom and can only be viewed when riding through on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. The now extinct Epcot attraction, Horizons, was believed by many to be a sequel to Carousel of Progress and even featured a nod to the Carousel of Progress theme during the Looking Back on Tomorrow section of the attraction. Number seven. Easy living. It's always been just around the corner. Grinding at the end of every day. Easy There's living. A great big The old easy living life. Easy living. So Horizons, um, which is now closed at Epcot, it's interesting because it opened in 83 and it's since closed, but Carousel keeps going. Um, <laughs> it was a, it was a similar kind of thing. Like it was a look back at history, but also a look towards the future. Um, and it was similar in, in style in the sense that it was, it was, narrated by a man and and a woman who clearly have been married for a long time and they, you know they kind of have a uh, they they love each other but they have like a bickery kind of relationship where they kind of like <laughs> you know nudge each other all the time which is kind of similar to uh father and uh father and wife in um carousel right um in other places you might have heard this the band they might be giants recorded a version of the famous track for the movie meet the robinsons really eight. oh Weird. I love They Might Be Giants, yeah. by the way. Hey, all right. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming tonight, folks. Try to do it. 
Yeah, that's good. Pretty good, dude. Uh, it was also featured in the 2015 Disney movie Tomorrowland, which uh, was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never finished <laughs> we it. We didn't finish it. Never finished I, it. I didn't start it. Um, so. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't start it. It's, it's awful. During the scene where young Frank is at the 1964 New York World's Fair, both There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow and The Best Time of Your Life can be heard as part of the current Tomorrowland area music. Number nine. It's so weird, man. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they're like, you know, they're composing this music, right? And they're like, okay, this is music for tomorrow. <laughs> and I wonder if they look at each other and be like, the music of tomorrow is kind of going to be real weird, and I don't know if I like it. The music from uh, that's <laughs> fine. Let's go. Right. It sounds like the music from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah. really does. Everybody, clap your hands. <laughs> and around by little old me, Lamar. <laughs> uh, this is the second se- Spectro Time segment where you two have done that. Is it really? <laughs> yes. What? Oh. Start singing. Yes. That exact thing. Around oh. by little old me, <laughs> Lamar. Like. Oh. That's surprising. Okay. You did it. Oh God! It was in the t- it was the Tomorrowland one, yeah, I think, too. Probably oh, wow. the same. <laughs> we tell the same jokes. That's we what do. we do. You are nothing if not consistent. That's true. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, if you look at his- the, the the history of music, yeah. And you look at the trajectory. I just don't think that's where it's going. No, <laughs> no I don't. I don't think like Future is going to be sampling. Uh, you know. Tomorrowland tracks or whatever. It'll be yeah. overproduced, yes, but it won't be this. <laughs> that's true. Although we do have auto tune, <laughs> and oh, I will true. say that it's that's the best that close is. to this as, as as you can humanly get. That is true. That's, yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. Hmm. Who's to say? I don't know. <laughs> the Sherman brothers once recounted that they believed there's a great big beautiful tomorrow to be Walt's personal theme song because he was always so excited and optimistic about the future. Oh. And that is my history of the Carousel of Progress music. That's awesome. Nice. Very good, Jeremy. Thanks, oh. man. There yeah. you go. I think you did great. We might make a shirt about about mm. that, that great big beautiful tomorrow. Sure, we I should like do that. That's a great idea. That's a really Thank good. you. I think a certain pirating tea public person might want to copy that. <laughs> it was, it's, it's all been Jeremy, like, stealing our design <laughs> and, like, submitting Jeremy it to all these other places. Opening multiple Pinterest oh, accounts. <laughs> Jerk. I kind of wouldn't even be bad. I kind of wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, huh. <laughs> Smart. All right. You got me. You got me. You keep your enemies close, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, oh, boy. Well, Jeremy. Oh, that would be good. You did it again. <laughs> It was a good. It was a good job. It was yeah, a good show, good. and uh, and I I did really enjoy the Carousel of Progress when we went to uh, Epcot. So yeah. or not Epcot, but where is it? Is it at, in, in Epcot? It's in Magic Kingdom. Magic but Kingdom. But when they made Epcot, um, when they referred to Epcot when they were building Walt Disney World, Epcot actually referred to the whole Walt Disney World property. Ooh. Um, that was supposed to be the entire experimental prototype. So when they we were when one Walt was referring to Epcot, he meant everything, Magic Kingdom and everything included. Oh. Now Epcot is known as just the theme park that sits there and part of it. But you were, so you're kind of right. It was it is an Epcot. Awesome. 
See, I, I knew I was right. I knew you had a feeling Jason was right on this one. I don't know what told me that. I don't know either, man. But uh, keep listening to it, man. Oh, right, he told me. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Thanks, dude. Right. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Have All a good right. night. Bye, friends. Bye, Jeremy. Appreciate it, man. Bye. Good segment. Very good. Yeah. Good segment. So knowledgeable about all this stuff. It's cool. He really is. Um, okay, let's do our show. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's start our topic. Yeah. All right. So, again, uh, we're pretending that the parks are slammed, super busy, yeah. two-hour waits for every ride, which I know rarely happens, uh, but sometimes every it Sunday. happens. Yeah. Um, and then so we want to figure out what we can do without going on a ride. Without waiting in a line, without doing all that kind of stuff, because Disneyland is so much more than just a theme park. There is stuff to do that you don't necessarily need to go on a ride for. So, um, I think what we're going to do, we all have 15, uh, things, but if we repeat, you know, if, if like Taryn steals one of my ideas, then I'm just not going to read it. So we're going to try not to repeat stuff and, you know, we'll do as many as we, as many as we can. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. uh, Terrence, why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and start, man? Okay. So if, what uh, would you do if, if you could not ride a ride? If I could not ride a ride, the first thing I would do is complete the churro challenge. There you go. Oh. Very good. First thing I would do. So um, there are currently inside of the park, so not including uh, the one in downtown Disney, there are 14 places where you can get churros, four in DCA, 10 in uh, Disneyland proper. Okay. Um, we have, I think we have those listed out on our uh, foodie thing that we yeah. have. Okay. So we have that listed out there. Um, but doing the research for this, I actually found out something uh, pretty neat. Uh, so uh, there's a guy named Jim Lohman. Jim Lohman was responsible for the Fantasyland area um, beverages and food um, in the you know early to mid '80s, and they were going to open something. I think it was in 1985 called Videopolis, where the Fantasyland theory, uh, theater is now. It was going to be um, like a kind of themed like a nightclub. It's going to be for teenagers, okay. and so um, he was tasked with um, you know try the job of trying to do something that would bring kids there and he didn't know what he what he would do he wasn't sure what to do um and then he and his family went to the long beach grand prix and he saw a a cart that had um a heater on it and it had churros on there All right. so he tried one and was like this is really good um and so then he found an empty box and saw it was uh jj jj snacks and foods okay okay he contacted them and said hey would you be interested in being a vendor for Disneyland with your churros and said yes and he goes but the problem is they're too small there were six inches at the time he said I want you guys to double the length make it 12 inch churros um, and then we'll bring them in and so uh, they brought them in and they've been a hit so 1985 wow. is when the churro was first introduced to the park <laughs> awesome. um, and because of uh, Jim Loman who actually is now in charge of the um, where uh, Plaza Inn the Plaza Inn area now uh, so yeah oh, so, okay uh, four four dollars and fifty cents each, and they're open from opening to closing. Nice. And they're delicious. <laughs> and they're delicious. That's awesome. Wish. Bev, what would you do? I would watch the flag ceremonies. Oh, oh. I cry every time. Yeah, they're uh, very sweet. They're beautiful. And um, so I read a quote quote from Walt, and it says, "I get red, white, and blue sometimes." Mm-hmm. And Aww. then on the plaque, it says, "Disneyland is dedicated." Oh, I lost my my thing. Uh, Disneyland is dedicated to the dreams and hard facts that have created America. It's a beautiful ceremony. It's about 20 minutes long. It happens twice a day for raising and lowering. Okay. Cool. I had that on mine as well. <clears throat> but and Do you the, cry? I, I, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, it's beautiful. The, it really only reason, the only reason uh, I, I bring it up is because I went a little deeper. Oh, good. 
I read this article from uh, I think it was like the OC Register or whatever, and reading the article mm-hmm. made me tear made up. Made you tear wow. up, yeah. So, and I just there's a couple quotes. Um, number one, on, uh, I want to go on Veterans Day one year because oh, they do yeah, a whole parade yes. with with all of the active service men and I women. Can, I couldn't do it. Cast members and anybody in the crowd, and they just go up oh, the street. Man. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm crying thinking about it. I would that would freak me out. Um, on Saturdays, Ernie uh, Naper. Or they call him Gunny because he was a gunnery sergeant in the Marines. He's a 22 vet in the Marines. He is that he's the uh, the guy who hosts essentially the ceremonies, and he's kind of the guy responsible for developing it. Like he would go out before the ceremonies and bring people into the ceremony, oh, right? The veterans, the active, like fine veterans. Yeah, and oh, so cool. he so people consider him. So they started doing that in like 2005. Like Disney started working with entertainment to bring that together, but. Here's this. Okay, this is uh, crazy. Uh, <clears throat> it's a paragraph from that article, and the only reason I bring this up: uh, more than just a cast member hamming it up for the crowds. Napier's earnest attention to veterans is what brings so many of the flag retreat regulars every Saturday. Apparently, there's regular veterans who come to this thing. Aww. Stories of his devotion are legendary. There was the man who bonded with his military father here. When the veteran passed away, the son drove to the retreat directly after the funeral so Naper could embrace him in silence. So after the guy's dad died, after the funeral, he drove to the park for the flag retreat. Wow. Just to hug this dude. Because they, because him and and Naper bonded so much, right? Um, one of uh, one wife of a fallen soldier gave Naper her husband's bracelet. A leatherneck, which is a, a marine, I guess, uh, left Naper his Marine Corps. There you go, tie clasp in his will. Wow! An ailing vet's dying. Here it is. An uh, ailing vet's dying wish. Up. An ailing vet's dying wish was to meet Naper and partake in the retreat. Quote: He was so weak that he had to hold one arm up with the other to salute. Oh my gosh! Wow! <laughs> right. Uh, Naper explains, holding back tears, to hear someone say that meeting you was their dying wish. That's special. Yeah. Ugh. So if you if you're gonna do the flag retreat, try to make him on a Saturday because this dude is awesome. He's yeah. like raw wow. power, dude. It's really cool. Anyway, sorry to no, bust I, into your jaws I, there, but <laughs> don't call. Did I ruin that. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, Taryn, please. Uh, you ruined everything. <laughs> I try. I try really hard. Uh, um, my first one is play in Toontown. Um, okay. Toontown opened in 1993, and uh, there they there are rides there. But if they're two hours long, you can visit Minnie, Mickey, and Goofy's houses, or Donald's house, which is actually a boat. Mm-hmm. Or you can play on Chippendale's treehouse. All don't usually have any sort of lines, but they have interactive elements, and it's kind of like a kids' playground, but way cooler. Um, I'd say that's the most underrated section of either park. Toontown? Yeah. There's a lot to do there. It's always been my favorite. Not my favorite, but... You're lying. Now you're being like Terrence. No. You guys all want to kill Toontown. I love Toontown. You're a liar. Just like Terrence. (laughs) Um, When was the last time we went to Toontown? Uh, It's been like five years. Well, okay. If you're eight years old, it's going to be amazing. Well, that's true. Right. Um... So this, uh, basically Toontown's open, these, these attractions are open all the time, um, except, uh, they close Toontown usually about an hour before the fireworks, so be aware of that. Okay. Um, I also read that 
Toontown doesn't open until an hour after park opens. I've never noticed that, but I've also never really gone straight back. <laughs> yeah. straight to Toontown. You know what I need to do? Roger Rabbit's cartoon <laughs> right. spin, Gotta man. get over there. Gotta do it. Gotta um, beat that four-minute wait. And a little fun fact about Toontown. Um, while you're there, look for the library, and then look up, and you'll find a special window dedicated to Walt Disney. Nice. Really? That's where his window is. Fun facts. <laughs> Good to know. All the way in the back. <laughs> so, it's a window segment, too. <laughs> Walt Disney. He did things. Yeah. Right. And stuff. <laughs> um, okay. My first one, the first thing I would do is catch a show at the Golden Horseshoe. Yes. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, the Golden Horseshoe was part of the original 1955 set of park attractions. It was originally called Pecos Bill's Golden Horseshoe during park construction. Uh, July 13th, 1955, a few days, uh, four days actually before the park opened, Walt and Lillian famously celebrated their 30th anniversary here. Uh, not here in this house, but here at the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. You don't have to clarify. Here at the Golden Horseshoe. <laughs> uh, he had several famous musician guests, uh, musical guests perform there, such as Southern Rock Phenoms, Alabama. They played at the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, wow. And some guy called Louis Armstrong. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 No biggie. That's amazing. Um, so I would go check that. And you know, on the Disneyland app, you can find all the show times. But I think they're running shows seven days a week now. Yeah. Um, so I would go check it out. It's air conditioned and mm-hmm. it looks really cool. The food's pretty and they have yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. And they got and they have food. Yep. Uh, so my my next one would be uh, the Catch a Dapper Dan's show. Nice. Ah, yeah. Very good. Uh, I think I so I sent you a link. Oh, a video I wanted to. I sent it to you a couple days ago. Yeah, no, I got it. I just didn't know that okay. you were going to do it right now. Okay, sorry. I was trying to get hey, your man. attention to let you know. It's all right. So, um, uh, there's Barbershop Quartet, and they perform on Main Street, normally near the Emporium and the Firehouse. Uh, they've been performing in the park since 1959, and they actually have a group of different people who perform together as well. They've appeared on The Simpsons as the B Sharps. They've uh, they've also been on the episode of Blossom. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, they were the B-Sharps? Yeah, they were the B-Sharps, yeah. Cool. And they have a repertoire of over 100 songs. They're so uh, good. Not including modern songs that they throw in, including this song. So let's hit it. So the reason that why I played that clip is hard for you guys to see it, but um, one of the voices in in that is uh, Steve from the How to Be a Disney Prince. Oh, that's episode cool. That we did, yeah, the Which guy on the far it? right. On the far right. right, that is Very Steve cool. from the short one. Um, I think he's Steve from Concord or Walnut Creek, one of the two. So if awesome. you see him, nice. Make sure to say hi. Uh, they perform uh, multiple times during the day, usually for about twenty minutes, and the average time of when they perform is eleven thirty, twelve fifteen, one one fifty, three ten, and five fifteen. All right. They're actually also part of the flag ceremony. They are. Uh, yeah, That's correct. Right. Yeah. The five five fifteen show. Yeah. And I got a little. I got a little Johns on the Dapper Dan. Stop too. with the Johns. They've been at the park since nineteen fifty nine. Oh, you did that. I okay. That's fine. Um, each park can have up to twelve Dapper Dans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Wow. And uh, you know when they you see them riding their sweet <coughs> custom four seater bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly that was commissioned by Walt himself. Oh, oh, wow. oh that's that. neat. So that's nice. kind of cool. So nice. it, I think it's the original bike that's been around since the whenever they commissioned it. I don't know. Cool. Um, okay. Beth. Okay. Um, so I've actually done this before, although mine are always not nice because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but um, make a scavenger hunt. If you know you're going into the park on a busy day, shoot some ideas around. They don't have to be mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> mine are always sorry. like, wait, what? what? Count a hundred pieces of bubble gum mine on the floor. Mine are always like, find a mullet and um, uh. find a stroller that holds more than two children and uh, like things that annoy me. Find a guy wearing jean shorts, like like <laughs> also like called kind of catty things, right. but it makes me happy. Catty's a word. That's true. You don't have to do them that way. You could just. Be a nice person. Right. But it is fun and it does pass the time. Even if you are waiting, if you choose to wait in line and go on a ride, it does. It's fun. I like that. All right. It's like Disneyland bingo. It's like Disneyland bingo. There you go. You don't have to be a jerk. I just just happen to be one. True. You don't have to, but But you can. Right. And you can. I like that. Go ahead, Terry. Um, I would say check out the Disney Gallery. Um, In the mid-80s, the queue for Pirates was redesigned by our friend Tony Baxter. And close it, personal friends. Close friends. Close personal friend. At my wedding. Um, someday. Uh, and what he ended up adding was were those two staircases that kind of go on either side of that bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that led up to what was originally meant to be Walt's royal suite to entertain guests. Um, at the time uh, that it was built, the suite uh, changed from being uh, corporate. Oh, sorry. No, it was just at this time in the 80s. Uh, the suite was changed from being corporate offices to a museum of Disney-related artifacts, art, film paraphernalia, and they called it the Disney Gallery. In 2007, the Disney Gallery moved to Main Street into the bank, uh, which is where it is today, mm-hmm. uh, right at the beginning of Main Street, um, right when you walk into the park. Uh, this is open pretty much whenever the park's open, um, and, and an hour later usually, uh, because you can buy things in there. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and they let you buy as many things as you want. Uh, and it's a great place to see some true Disney artifacts. Um and if you go in, you can even see, like, one of the first uh, models of Disneyland parks. Nice, nice. So there's just all kinds of stuff in there. And they're switching it up constantly. Um, I, I try and – yeah, I make a point to go in there every time just because you're always going to see something different. And um, a fun fact is that when Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean costumes were in the gallery yep. uh, when it was above the ride, um, I definitely broke the rules and touched both of them. Yes. So did I. <laughs> that fact so, was a lot of things, but it wasn't, it wasn't fun. fun. No. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Enlightening. I, I've mentioned this before, but I definitely have a picture of myself leaning over yep. the rail touching the throne. Oh. Johnny Depp's like oh. voodoo throne or See, whatever I'm touching, it was. I'm like, I have the same picture, but I'm touching his outfits. Because we're both wow. dorks. Yeah. I bet every girl do, in that time period. Do you guys that feel photo. closer to him now that you did that? Or I like, had washed the... my hand. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we didn't talk to you about that, actually. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's one that uh, is going to hurt, but hopefully soon it won't. Uh, you can try to drive the Mark Twain because they don't run it right now. No, you can't. Yeah, right. Right. But I'm just right. saying in general. Right. No, I, yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, that but hurt? that's kind of a ride. No. No? I'd say it's an attraction. It's on a yeah. track. Ride. Interesting. Oh, my goodness. And it moves. No, I agree with you. Cheater. 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 Uh, called the Mark Twain Steamboat on opening day, it was the fully uh, the first fully functioning riverboat to be built in America in the past 50 years. Nice. It's kind of cool. While the captain doesn't actually drive the Mark Twain, he does signal down to the boiler room where the throttle and reverse are if there's any river traffic they need to slow down for. Uh, on the first, uh, what they called fill the river day, when they dug the trench and pumped all the water in, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't seal the riverbed, so all the water just soaked through the riverbed, <laughs> so and then they had to go and find clay to line to line it to fill the riverbed right. again. Mm-hmm. 
the Mark Twain had her maiden voyage on July 13, 1955, four days before the park officially opened, uh, for a private party celebrating Walt and Lillian Disney's 30th wedding anniversary. Aww. Supposedly. I didn't necessarily know if that's... Um, if, uh, I couldn't find anything really corroborating that, but, you know, that's what they say. Um, and apparently they use biodiesel to heat the steam engine. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, that and the, the train, the Disneyland Railroad, okay. they use biodiesel as well. So if you want to try to pilot the Mark Twain, make that your first mission at the, and during the day. Right. Just go up and ask any cast member over there. And what happens is they switch out captain duties. So you have to talk to the person who is doing the captain duties for a particular time right um and they'll say oh you know scotty or whatever is so go talk to that guy and then you have to go talk to that guy and he's probably doing it and then you can sign up to do it and it's really cool and they give you a certificate and stuff like that and, you know you're steering the boat you're right. moving the thing but you're not really like moving it because as bev said it's on the track right, right. Yeah. but in disney world you really are you really moving. are moving it it's not on the track <laughs> oh really yeah, yeah. Seems uh, like a liability so that's it what is. i would do <laughs> mark twain drive it Cool. I like that. Go ahead, Terrence. All right. So uh, my next one is to watch World of Color. So uh, World, right. this, uh, World of Color takes place in Paradise uh, Pier in DCA. Uh, it's a 21 and a half minute nighttime show that brings together never before seen water technology with many Disney classic movie scenes. Uh, so there's 1200 water fountains that, um, were in, that are in that bay. Um, we've talked about it diff- before, three different levels. They actually were broken when I was there before. They were oh, really? sticking out of the water. Okay. Um, it was, uh, first conceived in 2005. Um, and it makes use of the three and a half acres that is that entire bay, which is, wow. um, also filled with 15 million gallons of, uh, Northern California water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, there's a, a stage underwater, like I said before, it's approximately an acre, and um, when it's working properly, it raises to show level. Beginning the show, uh, cost $75 million to create. Um, they um, actually made movable fountainheads as well. They were told they couldn't buy them or they didn't exist, and so they just made them because their imagination are amazing. <laughs> um, there's 28 projectors that are used, 14 of which are actually submersible and underwater. And uh, the showtime is normally at 945, depending on the season. Uh, it usually plays about an hour, 15 minutes before the closing of the park. Okay. So, yeah. Very yes. good. Beverly, head on over to the Main Street Cinema. Oh, ah, rats. Sorry, that's all right. Uh, that opened uh, July seventeenth, nineteen fifty-five. It's on Main Street, USA. You're gonna watch. Uh, you have the chance to watch six short animated films that will occasionally change up. The only one that does not change is Steamboat Willie, and that is always the sixth film. It's nice. It's dark in there. It's air conditioned. It's true. Literally a ghost town. Like I've walked in there before, and you see like one guy, and you're like, "Why is this creepy guy in here?" And then he leaves because you walk in. So it's it's odd. But you could be it's that guy. Theater. Yeah. You could be that, that could dude. Be you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've gone in there quite a few times, and I always enjoy it. Cool. Very good. Taryn? Sorry, I just need to. Um, I would l- go get taught some magic at the magic shop. Tots of magic? Taught some magic. Oh, okay. Oh, you took, a, you took one of mine. That was a good one. Um, I don't even <laughs> know what you're talking about. Uh, well, the magic shop on Main Street, uh, it opened in 1957. Uh, they sell magic tricks and puppets and disguises and other fun things. Hello, puppet. I actually had a... Uh, it's worse than jams. <laughs> or John's. John's. Talk about John's. <laughs> John's. <laughs> Um, and 
often cast members will demonstrate various magic tricks for you if you're in there and you, if you ask or if you're just standing around. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they'll even help you learn some of your own. Oh, my God. I love magic. That's cool. Yeah. And um, the fun fact for this one is that Steve Martin uh, worked in this shop. As one of his jobs at Disneyland before he uh, got super rich and, and had a giant career. Yeah. And made bad boys. Oh, Steve Martin, not Martin That was the most, like, authentic, <laughs> Beverly bad. That was the most authentic <laughs> take I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, <laughs> that was the most. That was the most real and true. Like, I legitimately think this is the answer that I'm saying right now. That was the funniest visual. That was honest. To picture Steve Martin as Martin on the show. Like, I was having this whole thought process. I was like, I didn't know he worked at Disneyland. Or imagine, imagine Martin Lawrence working at Disneyland, teaching you a joke. Where's the oh coin? I bet you thought it was over here. No, it's over here. <laughs> I just want to openly apologize. That was ridiculous. That was wow. amazing. Oh my gosh. My stomach so hurts. <laughs> I love I love Steve Martin and I'm I'm partially offended right now. I no, I I love, I, I love Steve Martin. Do you? I don't know why. Name five of his albums. He has albums. Have you read the book uh, Born Standing Up? I have. That's a great book. Um <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's so good. So many. Oh, that's so good. So many. I love magic. I want to go. Uh, this is what I want to do. I want to go to the Magic Castle in yeah, LA. Yeah, I know. I want to see a show at the Magic Castle. I want to have a drink at the Magic Castle. Yeah, we we need to know somebody. No, you can you can pay. It's like two hundred fifty bucks a year. You have to like you're oh, a member or whatever. Okay. And I've often thought about it, but we don't like have that much free time when we go down there. Yeah, we're never but, really uh, in LA proper. No, but I want to be. There's a magic um, magic show on our cruise. Sorry. Is there? Yeah. Oh, we're going. I know. No, there's no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's see. I'm gonna which one? See, because you guys are getting uh, shady over here, so <laughs> I don't want you to steal some of my good ones. I just want to say, oh, we did have one of the same. Uh, I was thinking I, I had all original. I just wanted to say that blah blah blah. Um, I would take a ride on the Disneyland railroad. That's a ride, fool! You just said ride. You would take a ride. <laughs> I don't consider it Disneyland Railroad attraction. Yes, I, would, I agree. With yes, you. I, I would do that because so I don't consider it really. Don't glare at me like that. Because I have one that's an attraction as well. I don't. I don't consider a it a ride because so remember this is what we're doing. If the other rides are exactly. two hours long, exactly. there's no I way in the universe the Disneyland. Put they're both raising down. their hands. What? Yes, I object. Yes, Taryn, go ahead. The floor well, recognizes Taryn. Okay. Well, when we first were talking about this show, I was not thinking uh, about it as two-hour lines. I was thinking about it as you cannot ride a ride for, for some reason. You hate rides. You hate rides. You don't ever want to touch a ride. So that's what I did all mine on. Well, that's, that's not my fault that you forgot when I said, pretend that every ride is two hours long. Yes. I agree with you, Jason. Move forward Thank with you. yours. This will okay. work. This will work. Okay. The Disneyland Railroad used to be known as the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad. The total travel time is about 18 minutes. It can be up to 20 if there are four trains running at the same time, uh, covering 1.2 miles. Uh, it was part of the opening day attractions, of course, at Disneyland. Uh, the Grand Canyon diorama, opened in 1958, was claimed by Disneyland to be the longest in the world. Um, the, yeah, the longest diorama in the world. Like right. the backdrop is painted on like a largest canvas. It's mm-hmm. like the largest in the world, supposedly. And during its inauguration, it was blessed by Chief 
You're going to think I'm making this up. Nevin Guana. Ne- Nevin. Never ne- going to work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to work here anymore. Nevan. Nev- Good knowledge. Good knowledge. Nevan Ginwa. Nevan Ginwa. You should stop. I don't want to. Can't stop. Nevan Ginwa, a 96 year old chief of the Hopi Nation. Uh, Native American tribe. So cool. when you go into the uh, Grand Canyon diorama, that has been blessed by a Native American chief. That's cool. So if you feel calm, that's why. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, Primeval World diorama was opened in 1966 and looks like it. But it's like <laughs> it's like my favorite of the two dioramas. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Cool. Train. All right. Mine is something that you don't have to wait in line for because it's not a ride or an attraction. But just sit in the <laughs> hub and catch an impromptu show. So um, I was going up and down. Impromptu show. An impromp- yeah. So I was going oh. down uh, up and down Main Street, and I was uh, taking pictures. Um, I saw musical chairs happening right there at the- Oh, um, with Alice. Yes, exactly. I saw musical oh, okay. chairs there. Oh, okay. Um, and then yeah, I went up to the partner statue- <laughs> And turned around and saw the Disneyland marching band walking by. And it's just, it's so neat because there's always something going on in that area to keep your, your, um, interest. There's constantly parades going down. So just, if you want to just sit for a little while, just take, take a load off. Okay. Sit right there at Carnation Cafe and watch, watch one of the parades going by. That's a good yeah, one. That's yeah, that's a good one. All right, Bev, go ahead. Um, let's see here. The Main Street Fire Station. Nope, that's a ride. Sorry. No, it's not. Because okay. <laughs> I don't cheat. <laughs> um, I'm not sure wow. when this opened. I think it might have been there from day one. I'm not. I wasn't able to pinpoint exactly. Okay. Uh, but it's right next to City Hall. It has Walt's apartment right above it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't really realize until my my last trip a couple months ago. That you can actually go in there and look around and you can see the, the Oh, the, really? The you didn't notice you can, that? No, I never knew that. Yeah. I never oh, man. go over there. I literally, That's when true. I, look, when I walk into the park, I have a mission. There's goals. <laughs> mission so, breakout. So, um, so, yeah, we went in there. We walked around. I didn't. There's the, the, the pole that Walt used to slide down that mm-hmm. had to be closed out because yep. of the guy that climbed it and went to his house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Mr. Disney. But, uh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. Yeah, you're kid. <laughs> Basically. You're like the end of a Christmas story. Ho, ho. I mean, kicks the Just kid down. Just taps him with his foot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, and it's, it's super cool. Like, I, we spent about 15 minutes there, but I could mm-hmm. I could have spent longer. Like it's just I think there were two kids climbing actually onto the fire. Yeah, thing you can I didn't get know on that you're there. allowed to do that on the yeah, truck, you, the the wagon or whatever it is. Yeah, you yeah. are. Like yeah, there's always kids on that when, oh. every time I go in. Well, kids are bad, and I just didn't know that was, they were really allowed to be. <laughs> kids, kids are, are bad. Bad. Um, bad. But anyway, yeah, it's super cool. I highly recommend it. Okay. It super fun. Awesome. Nice. That was a good one. That was on my list too. Twinsies. Twinsies. Uh, my next one is... Uh, well, when you share a brain, you often have the same thoughts. So, One brain. Yeah. True. Go ahead, Taryn. Sorry. Uh, make a wish in uh, Snow White's Wishing Well. Oh, that was on good. mine. That's a good oh, one. See, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, this was dedicated uh, to the park in 1961, and it's located um, at the eastern end of the moat around Sleeping Beauty's Castle. It's open as long as the walkway is open. Uh, and you can hear Snow White singing, I'm wishing... Terrence's um, favorite song. In that very high-pitched voice. I'm wishing. <laughs> You're not even high enough. One yeah. I love. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think that's funny. Uh, so uh, I do this. I try and do this every time I'm there. You toss a penny into the wishing well, and you make a wish. And your wish not, will not only come true, but the money collected from the wishes are donated to various children's charities. And um, a really cool thing about this area of the park 
uh, is that the statues that you can see of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, um, if you're looking at the, the thing, it's to the right. Um, these were marble statues that were sent to Walt anonymously from Italy. Huh. And the problem with the statues is that they were all the same yep. height. So, mm-hmm. like, Snow White was the same height as Dopey. Oh, okay. And it, it didn't make sense. That's and so, not how it works. yeah, so yeah. he, uh, so Walt tasked, uh, John Hench to make it work. <laughs> okay. He wanted these in the park. He thought it was really cool that they were sent to him, but he needed them to look better. And so, right. if you, if you look, uh, Snow White is set really far back mm-hmm. and, and the, the, um, dwarves are kind of scattered Does closer. It like a hill or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's it's basically that forced perspective to make it look like they're different sizes when really they're all the same size. But okay. that's that's a really cool area of the park. It's shaded. Awesome. Um, There's never anybody over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's never. true. That's true. Um, I would go to the Silhouette uh, Studio and get your silhouette done. Yes. Ooh, that's a cool one. I mean, that's it takes, one. if there's no line, it takes like a minute or whatever. Those but, ladies uh, are ninjas. Well, they yeah. are. And so, honestly, even just watching them do it, watching your friends get it done or anybody it's really getting cool. it done. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, the Silhouette uh, Studio opened up on July 18th, 1955, or I saw another article that said it opened up sometime in January 1956. That's what I found from my as well, yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know. Um, but artists can work from photos on your phone. Actually, if you have like a... Oh, a, really? Yeah, they do uh, animals also. You can hold your, your yeah. cell phone up and they'll do it or whatever. I'm How shocked though, because they're not... It's not a profile. Not profile. It, it, the 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 um the video that I saw by one of the gals who actually did our our portrait, I recognized her. She's like as long as long as it's not a full direct on, like full front. She can she can kind of just guess. Out. Yeah, she oh can make God. it work. I can't said. believe Trans- you have pose it in her brain. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm actually shocked that you haven't had the cats done yet. I had I didn't know that you could do that until oh, this done, moment. Done and done. September. Right. Wesley is in his dumb little nose thing. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Um, so they will even put halos over loved ones who have died. <gasps> oh no! Yes. Too far. No. Too far. No. So if you want like Nana's like no. portrait or whatever, reel it back, Disney. Oh. Reel it back. <laughs> no. Seriously. They will do it. They put a veil on me. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, it's right behind you. But not a halo. Yeah. Uh, well, because you're not dead. Yeah. Uh, from what I can find, there are only two artists <laughs> active at Disneyland. Bonnie Elliott has been there for 38 years, and I think she's the one who did ours. Oh, okay. And then Sylvia Fellows has been there for 33 years. Wow. And those are the, the two ladies doing it. So cool. Yeah. Wow. I have to check something, because I took a picture of it when I was there before, uh, when I was there this weekend, and I could have sworn it was a guy doing it. Yeah. There's, there's a guy a, doing there's it. There's a guy doing it. Yeah. Huh. All yeah. right. Well, look at that. I mean, it's that was apprentice. It was an article from two years ago. But what are you going to do? Interesting. Is it fine though? It's well, they, I guess they right. always have to. You, you always have to have somebody. Well, you've been doing 38 training. years, dude. You know. Come Someday on. she's going to want us. Go ahead, Terrence. Next one. Go through the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was that's opened great. in 1957. Uh, the castle housed a walkthrough, but it was not for anyone that's claustrophobic at all. Um, it featured dioramas depicting all the scenes from Sleeping Beauty, while When You Wish Upon a Star was piped in. Uh, the scenes were in the style of um, Iving Earl, who was production designer for the movie. Uh, but then in 1977, they were redesigned to be a little bit more modern. Um, but by modern, they actually looked like the 
puppets from Team America World Police. <laughs> like, really cheesy. Like, really, really cheesy. Um, then on October 1st, 2001, um, the walkthrough closed, presumably because of 9-11, the 9-11 attacks. Um, and then uh, six days later, on October 7th, it closed for refurbishment, but it was never on a list to be to have refurbishments done. So it stayed closed for the next seven years or so. Um, and some people speculate it's because of ADA regulations. There's no way for anyone with any kind of disability to get around in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it reopened on July 17, 2008, which would have been the 53rd anniversary of the park. Um, they they kind of used technology from today and um, Ivan Earl's uh, designs from back when the movie was made. Um, they married the two, and so it looks like it's a mi- good mixture of the two. They also um, addressed the, um, the um, ADA accessibility mm-hmm. things. Um, so now when you go in, instead of climbing stairs, if you have any kind of uh, disability, you can actually see um, you can see a virtual experience in a special room on the ground floor of the castle. Hmm. So, yeah, that's Very what good. I would do. Nice. Okay. I also heard that one, like when they went in to try to um – Start refurbishing that walkthrough. Mm-hmm. It's where a bunch of cats were. So there was oh, a bunch boy. of cat urine everywhere, and like it was not a good power wash. I did not, not hear a good, that. Not a good spot. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, Beverly, please go ahead. Uh, I would, even though it hurts me to say it, uh, <laughs> you should go see the um, the Dry. Frozen show at the Hyperion. Oh. Okay, which I have not seen, but I did see the Aladdin one. Yeah, and if and from what I've read, it's it's really just the same. It's it's. Broadway quality. It was a the Aladdin one was an incredible show. So it was great, yeah. I mean, give it a shot. <laughs> I'm not going to what because I've seen yeah. Frozen 648 <laughs> billion times. Careful, Abby's in your shot. She's going to go be like, "Wow, Frozen!" What? I, I mean, look. Full disclosure: I'm probably going to end up seeing this at some point, but yeah. um, but if it's real busy and I'm glad you you're disclosed for, that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. And you're looking for something to do. I think it's it's probably a really good show. Okay. Cool. Taryn. Um, Miss Taryn. Spirit of America. What in the world is that? I know. I've heard of that. Right? Okay. I've heard of, <laughs> no, I have. So I've heard of America. I've heard of the Spirit of America more. <laughs> this is something that not a lot of people know about in the park. Um, oh, ex- is, a Terran exclusive. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Right. Uh, it's in the Opera House. Um, when you're waiting for great moments with Mr. Lincoln for the doors to open, you're in that big room and there's like the fireplace and there's some art on the walls and there's the big um, White House in the middle of the room. If you're looking at the White House, at the front of the White House, and you turn around, there's this big um, case, like a bookcase kind of thing. And on it are a bunch of statues. And these statues um, – so this idea actually came oh, from Epcot right. Right. in Florida. and uh, But in 2009, it made its way to Disneyland uh, in a smaller and more condensed form. Uh, this is basically a series of 12 statues that represent uh, American qualities – like the spirit of adventure, the spirit of discovery, the spirit of compassion. Consumerism. The spirit of independence. <laughs> they didn't do that one, but yeah, I think that they bad. probably should. Yeah. Uh, and it's that something that I didn't know about for a really long time. I mean, it's only there since 2009, but it's been in um, uh, Epcot for much longer. So I would check it out. It's actually really kind of cool. There's a lot of stuff in there that no one ever sees because no one ever goes and sees Lincoln. <laughs> right. So it's really neat. Ta- take a look at that. Okay. Right. Very good. Um, I would go through, I would suggest going through and checking out all of the Penny Arcade movies. Oh, nice, yes, nice. good one. So I couldn't find a whole lot of information about the Penny Arcade. 
Um, but I do know those those movie those things are called antique movie machines, and they're from right. the Victorian era through like the you know early nineteen twenties. Uh, um, there's two kinds of machines: a mutoscope and a calioscope. The mutoscope has to be turned by hand. It's the hand crank one. And basically it's a giant Rolodex, a flip book on a Rolodex, right. essentially. Um, and then the calioscope changes the pictures automatically. It's, it's, it's motorized. Um, <clears throat> the mutoscopes held about 850 individual cards, which gave you about a minute of viewing time. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of it. There's no other really information uh, about it, but it is... It's fun. Cool. Nobody's really ever there at all because they're they're going to the back and getting candy and doing all the stuff. So yeah, it's um, in a candy shop, isn't it? And they really do cost a penny. It's next to the <laughs> candy awesome. shop. Next to the candy shop. Yeah, uh, it's in the Crystal Palace or something like that. Crystal Emporium or something, something like that. Yeah, the ice cream shop is. It's the it's a thing. It's on the left it's side. You guys will find it. Just go left. Go You'll left. find it. You'll figure it out. It says Penny Arcade, real big. Real big. It does. Okay, so this is where mine start breaking down. So Uh-oh. I have to apologize. I really. That's have all right. To Let's do what. This, this will be the final round. Oh, we'll final end, round? We'll end oh, with oh, me. Really? I have like eight more. We've only done five. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I can break. Well, I don't know. I mean, because we've been going for an hour now. and forty minutes, and we still have Disney news. Have so many good. Let's ones. just do. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll let's keep, do two more. We'll do two, two, more. More. two more. Okay. I'll um, cut some of the Disney news. Okay. Well, then okay. I'll cut that one. Uh, walk around Radiator Springs. So, um, Radiator Springs is one of the best theme lands in both of the parks, in my opinion. Uh, the music's amazing. Agreed. The, f- <laughs> the music's amazing. The food is really good. I just had the, uh, chili verde in a bread cone the last time I went. It was bomb. What? Um, at the, at cone number three, you can get the chili verde and it's, uh, it's a bread cone. The chili verde, or you can get chili con carne. You know, it's pretty good. Um, okay. They have good drinks over there. It went there from really well. good to pretty good. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's okay. very good. Now it's, it's back amazing. up to vi- it's no, the best now, thing ever. Wow. Thing ever. Very All good. Right. Wow. Um, but then also the best thing about that area is at dusk when the neon comes on. Right. Yeah. 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 It makes you feel like you're actually at, on you're uh, in Route 66. Ca- you're in cars. Yes. Um, in cars. Bandit. Bandit. Sorry, go ahead. Um, also, you can meet uh, Lightning McQueen, mm-hmm. Red, mm-hmm. Mater, or any of your other favorites mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. movies as well. It was opened in Ju- on June fifteenth, two It cost one point one billion dollars to build that area. Um, and then also, just a little bit of information about the area is that it took over uh, the last remaining portion of the Timon parking area. Um, as well as replacing one of the original attractions within California Adventure, which was the Bountiful Valley Farm, which no one remembers, right. but it was a, a working farm with life-size cal- uh, caterpillar equipment as well as um, merchandise that you could buy. With- so like the old John Deere hats and oh stuff. Oh, my goodness. Right. I yeah. remember that. Yes. What happened to the caterpillar equipment? They got rid of it. They they they're butterflies. using it to excavate oh, for, um, Dad jokes. <laughs> for Star Wars land. Probably, yeah. Uh, very good. All right, Beverly, <laughs> go ahead, please. Um, pick your best. Go Let's to the go. Tiki room. That's a good. Not one. a ride. Not a ride. Wow. 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 How is that? We any- allowed, we allowed the I know. I know. Oh, but it's not. Right. It does it move? No, I agree. It's on the same level. No, as what you I. Said. Go, I, ahead, go, ahead, I go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Things move. Go Tiki ahead. Room opened in 1963. It's located in Adventureland. She's and so my, proud of herself. Right? I am so <laughs> proud of myself. And uh, my notes say amaze balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's it's a great show. And I didn't. I had the misfortune of not ever seeing the Tiki Room until I was like 31 years old. And seeing it as a kid probably would have been way cooler. Like but 10 years ago, you saw it for the first oh, time. Oh, you're such 
jerk. Wow. We weren't on the air. I would jump over this. Never mind. Um, no, it's a great show. It's yes. air conditioned. The seats are cushioned. Yeah. Uh, you can buy a Dole Whip and eat it inside. Well, why would you want to? Unless you're used Agreed. to digging through the dumpster for trash. Mm, I love medicine. Let me yeah. get a Dole Whip. <laughs> I have a cough. Jeez. Tastes like soul. I think we just got a bad one. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, they're not that good, but I mean, if it's your thing, then you can <laughs> get it there. Uh, so mine, I'm combining two of them because I, I can't just pick two. So uh, the Sorcerer's Workshop. This is in the animation studio in DCA. Um, but so there's two kind of sections. Um, if you go to the left when you walk in, um, and you don't go to to Turtle, Turtle Talk, Talk or the other thing, which is also the animation actual animation cool. studio. Um, you go uh, through kind of this like little opening to the left, and there's um, this. Uh, it's it's where you can create your own moving cartoons. It's actually really cool. It's a small air conditioned area. Uh, it's generally not crowded, and there are several uh, zoetropes mm-hmm. um, and long pieces of paper. And they kind of, there's a cast member in there and they kind of show you how to, and there's like drawings and, um, so it really shows you how to draw your own cartoon. You put it in the zoetrobe and then you spin it and you made your cartoon. It's really cool. Also, um, a bonus is that this room has a lot of Lion King stuff and like Rafiki kind of drawings all over the walls, which I really dig. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's a magic wall in the back of this area that has this giant, um, mirror. And uh, just watch the mirror, and you will find a surprise visitor. Uh, and then if you keep going, if you keep walking, you walk past the mirror to the uh, left, you get into the Beast's Library from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I saw your picture of that on Instagram. I've, I did not know that exists. Yeah, so what's really? it? So it's really cool what's wow. in there. Words. It's not just that. It's um, it's actually there's these... There's a bunch of different kind of desks with a big giant book that's actually a computer, and you answer all these questions like um like in a teen magazine, and it tells you what Disney character you're most like, and I love it. and it takes your picture and I don't know it's really cool I really like it again it's air conditioned um if you you got to stay in there for at least four minutes because the entire room changes um it goes from this grand lush kind of library to this sort of faded and in it's in disrespe- disrepair and then it goes back again. And um unfortunately this uh whole thing is kind of shut down at the moment. Not forever, but just right now. But um usually it's open whenever the park's open. Okay. Um here's a place that not many people really kind of give the respect to that I don't know if it deserves or not. But uh, the games of the boardwalk yeah, on Paradise yeah. Pier at DCA. Yeah, I Good like call. them. Um, it was opened February 8th, 2001, of course, and it was redesigned and reopened in 2009, so only eight years. The games include Goofy About Fishing, Casey at the Bat, Bullseye Stallion Stampede, and the Dumbo Bucket Brigade. And I believe the only time I've ever played them, and I think it was like a special thing, I don't know, like we got a card and we're like, we're bored. I want to play this game. And I think it was Bullseye Stallion Stampede where you like roll the ball or, or squirt the mm-hmm. thing or something, the, the horse races. I think yeah. it was yeah. Yeah. And I won like a giant sized Dumbo and I was like, okay, done. Five bucks. Put five <laughs> bucks down. Walked away with a big giant Dumbo. Nice. Uh, I like to think and, that a, you were, and a prize. I like to think and, you were trying to show off for me. I was, of course, I was. The uh, the fishing one, you're guaranteed a prize. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, cool. you're, you, your kid catches a fish, and it has a color on the bottom. Or you, oh. it doesn't have to be a kid, but it has yeah. a color on the bottom, and a color represents oh, small, cool. medium, large prize. prize. Okay, nice. that's awesome. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. It's, it's pretty simple. There's not a whole lot of history to it, but there's never really anybody there. Yeah. No, there's so not. take advantage of that while you can. Mm-hmm. My last one. Go ahead. Drink. <laughs> 
Okay. Done. Drinking was invented. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, if you, I mean, if you, if you are someone who likes Drinking. good, good beer or, well, decent beer or a good cocktail, then find a place just to sit down and take a load off and have a drink. Go to Carthay, uh, Cove Bar. They at have the, good appetizers too. Yeah. Yes, they do. And um, non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah, they have it, non-alcoholic drinks also. Absolutely. You don't have to be a lush. Um, yeah. that, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> then. But you could. But you can but be. You can. But you can be. But that's one of the things about DCA is that they have uh, some form of uh, alcohol at most places. If you want to have a drink, just have a drink. Sit down and, uh, like Beth said, people watch. See if you can find some ridiculous uh, couple shirts. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, anything like that. Just sit back and uh, have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Go. All right, Bev. What's the your last one? The shooting range. The shooting gallery. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's a good one. In Frontierland. Costs a dollar to play, I believe, but I think 50 cents. 50 cents. Okay. I was wrong. Um, but I think that there's like a few random ones that are free. No. no. That's not true? No. no. Well, a few according random guns? to. Yeah. No. no. They don't make the shooting sound. But the other one, this is what I read earlier today. It could be okay. totally fake. Right. But, uh. It's on the onion.com. Probably. I feel like that's yeah. somebody who, th- who told their kid that. <laughs> it's right. possible, it's, yeah. It works. Well, it's totally working. Anyway, uh, no, it's, it's a cool thing. It's cheap. Well, what, no, what did you, you were, you were about to say, like, you read something online. Oh, I, yeah, no, I read something that, like, the fourth gun from the right or something is free. But oh, okay. it shoot like, if you hit the targets, it works. Yeah. But it doesn't make the shooting sound. It doesn't go bang. And you don't have to put money in the thing. If you're interested. cheapskate and you want to give that a try. I have a feeling that someone just put in 50 cents and didn't get to finish, and then someone came along and right. was like... <laughs> they got one shot. Yeah, it's like, free! It's free! I don't know. I, I'm, I have no idea. All right. Well, well somebody we'll try it out, out and let us know. All right, Taryn, go ahead. Uh, my last one is to listen to the sounds of Main Street. Yes. Uh, specifically near the lockers. <laughs> Um, near the lockers on Main Street, where the flower shop recently reemerged, uh, there are several small tables and chairs. Uh, so if you have free time, sit there for a few minutes and listen to what's going on in the shops around you. Or not the shops, but the, the buildings around you. Uh-huh. Um, if you listen carefully, you're going to hear lots of different things, but you're definitely going to hear a not-so-fun dentist visit. So a dentist visit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, and a very uh, energetic and uh, piano lesson. And, and lots of other things. So I would really encourage you to, to sit down and just take a load off for a moment and, and just perk your ears up. Okay. Ah, ears up. Keep your ears up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my last one is uh, go to the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail in okay. DCA. That's right by uh, the Grand Californian. It was opened, of course, in February uh, 2001. Uh, it didn't last long. In 2003, it was rethemed after Brother Bear. If anybody remembers that movie. No, nope. I do. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, in 2009, it was rethemed again after Up, featuring the Wilderness oh, yeah. uh, Explorers. Yeah. This is like the Boy Scouts kind right. of up, right? Which is, yeah. yeah, which is still there today. It's still, it's still kind of the Wilderness Explorers uh, theme. Uh, has a large network of stairs and rope bridges, a traverse rock climbing wall, a zip line, side by side slides, and a little amphitheater. Um, obviously, it's for you know, for kids, but hey, adults can have fun too. Um, explorers can also visit something called the Spirit Cave, uh, which is not a distillery. Um, <laughs> but you find out what spirit animal represents them. You can choose. Uh, you get uh, a bear, a wolf, eagle, a moose, a salmon, or a skunk. Oh, right, a salmon. I want to be a salmon. Do you though? I yeah, I love water. <laughs> I 
can't leave. Come back. Jason left. Where are you going? All right, so then I'm just going to run through the rest of mine. For real. We don't even know how to end the show. What else did you have on yours? Water, she said. Oh, goodness. Well, you asked. It's good radio. I didn't ask if you loved water. No, you asked. uh, I didn't ask a single thing. You asked what spirit animal did I? No, she. No, no, I didn't. You said you wanted to be. I literally didn't ask a single thing. He said really, and then you said I like water. I like water. (laughs) Uh, My God. Okay, so by my tally, that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 28 things. Let's add two more real quick. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, go ahead. Doing even 30. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, go to New Orleans Square. Great. Just wander around. Uh, it's based on 19th century New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, it's about three acres, and it was the first land to be added to Disneyland after the park's opening. Um, and it cost $18 million. It, It's exclusive. $18 million to build. It's exclusive to Disneyland. Ah, okay. Mm, cool. Yes. Which I thought was very interesting. And, like, that's where Club 33 is. You can, like, look up and see the things. Very good. That's it's right. very yeah. cool. It's a cool thing. And then um, in DCA, you can take a bakery tour. Uh, the, there's a Boudin Bakery there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is in between the entrance of Cars Land and the wharf at DCA. Uh, you kind of go right through there, and uh, they have tours. They're available 9 to 9 or whenever the park's open. Okay. And uh, you get a free sample of bread. Free Holler. sample of bread. So. Holler. Okay, that's 30 things you can do in the parks without riding rides. Yep. Yes. Yes. Maybe 29 if you don't count the train, apparently. No, no, no. The train counts. No. It's 30. Okay. You can count the train. Thank you very much. Sort of. Okay, let's do some real quick. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears of Disney News. By the way, if you're listening live, you can call us at 925-272-9794. That's 925-272-9794. Nine seven nine four. <clears throat> By the way, I extended the news out, like it's like a five minute uh, bed, oh, nice. bed now. Nice. Oh, I have to like hit the thing. Yeah, I did work the other day. Cool. Um, here's big news. We're gonna lead off with the lead story. Changes are coming to the Fast Pass system at the Disneyland Resort this week. Actually, today, okay. in preparation for the launch of the new Disney Max Pass, which will be similar but not identical to Walt Disney World Fast Pass Plus system. Starting uh, today, like I said, all guests will need to scan their admission ticket to access the Fast Pass line at eligible attractions instead of just handing over their Fast Pass tickets. Uh, guests should continue to retrieve their paper Fast Pass tickets to reserve a return time and serve as a reminder. So what that means is they're tied to your admission for the day. So now, so you cannot. So if you're leaving the park and you're missing your Fast Pass, you can't hand it to somebody. See, you have to you have to scan your ticket, your admission ticket, to be allowed into the ride for the, in the Fast Pass. I don't line. like that because on it's my a pain la- in the butt. my last trip. I went on two or three rides where a random cast member grabbed me and said, "Here, take this. It's about to expire." And gave me a fast pass. I don't. I I prefer that. I don't want this. Yeah. And I don't understand huh. how this system is going to make things go faster. It's not. Like no, they now have to down. stop and <laughs> slow down and and scan the thing like that rather than just mm-hmm. taking your thing, looking at the thing, and saying go. Yeah. It's I think in, it's a dumb idea. Well, so apparently there's been a lot of... Sorry, that was too negative. That's Good job, right. Disneyland. Uh, there's been a lot of abuse of that system, where, especially in Disney World, and I don't know if I have this... Do I have this article here? Disney World's like 100,000 miles away. Why are we being affected? Right. 
Um, I think, okay, I don't have it here. Where was I reading it? Anyways, um, it's, um, oh, come on, Petros, think about it. It out. And, uh, my fast pass um, in Disney World. So you have the the magic bands, but they're not necessarily always tied to a admission ticket. So you can technically go and get a fast pass that's not tied to somebody's account. So you can yes. you can get multiple fast passes, or you can work this system somehow, or you can go in groups where like like you rent a fake tour guide that's not affiliated with the park and then they can have a couple of uh, ways to basically massage the system right, so you right. get on more rides and kind of and turn it around. The, 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 what I was, I was reading it right now, what they're saying is that if you had someone's – if I was going to the park and Beverly was planning on going to the park in a, a week, I could take her um, admission ticket that hasn't been used yet, take it with me inside of the park, never scan your ticket for your first day, and use both tickets to get fast passes. So I yeah. guess that's what the abuse is. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. intricate. Like, if you're going to work that hard to cheat the system, I would let it Good happen. Good on you, bro. Yeah. You deserve it? I, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, let's not do that one. Let's do this one. Wonder Woman's screenwriter reveals he drew a lot of inspiration from The Little Mermaid. Um, so, you know, Wonder Weird. Woman came out. I really want to see it. I heard it's amazing. It's, really it's good, a great, yeah. it's a great movie. Um, Alan Heinberg, the screenwriter for Wonder Woman, recently sat down with Entertainment Weekly and revealed it was his love for the Little Mermaid that greatly influenced the superhero movie. He says, quote, the story as I see it is the Little Mermaid, specifically Disney's incarnation. This is a woman who has been raised in a very protective, sheltered life. She's curious about what life is like outside, and she wants to have her own experience. She wants to be where the people are. I want to be where the, where the people, people are. And so the next line is, for true Little Mermaid fans, Heinberg's final quote would have immediately pushed the cartoon song, Part of Your World, <laughs> yes. into your head. Done. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And there's, there's even like... Um, uh, like an image of a side by side of like one of the scenes in Wonder Woman where she's on the beach, you know, holding some guy's head, and then you know oh, Ariel yeah. like doing whatever she's doing, right? Like touching the dude's face. It's like a it's a thing. It's a, it's it's pretty cool. Okay. So I thought that was neat, you yeah, know, yeah. especially in a time where people go, "There's no strong women in Disney movies." Well, <laughs> you know, what about that? Obviously. She literally yeah. is strong. Right, um, I thought this was kind of cool. The Stupid. Norway Cultural Representative Program um, is a 12-month work experience located at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, and it's specifically Epcot, I think. Uh, participants have the opportunity to share the unique culture and customs of their country with guests, capital G, okay. while working different frontline guest-facing roles. Um, and this one is asking for people from Norway, of yeah. course. Um, so if you authentically represent Norway, um, you can apply for uh, to be a cultural representative. You need to speak English fluently, be at least 18 years of age, be uh, able to authentically represent Norway. So you don't need to be from Norway. But you just represent it. Right. Uh, be receptive to Disney look guidelines. Be fully available to work Sunday through Saturday, including days and nights, holidays, and overtime. Disney look Guidelines. The Disney look, capital D, capital L. So if you're interested in authentically representing Norway and not going, yeah, sure, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, go to jobs.disneycareers.com and look for that. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I like uh, throwing that kind of stuff out from time to time. Yeah, I that's think pretty it's, neat. I think it's fun. Um, 
Here is a review of, uh, remember a couple shows ago, oh, why am I knocking things over? Um, we talked about the Tomorrowland Skyline Lounge. Yes. It's opening soon, or it's open now, but where you can watch the nightly fireworks, you pay a small fee, it's like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. They give you a small snack or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So the, here's a review uh, from the opening night. <clears throat> and uh, apparently, I, I was mistaken, or maybe we didn't know at the time, but it is on the second floor of the Star Wars Launch Bay building. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, I love this website. It goes, based on the reaction to our breaking of this story received. Okay. I guess <laughs> a press reading a press release is breaking the story. Um Check in, and this is this person's review of the thing. Check in took place at the Tomorrowland fruit cart located underneath the former Observatron rocket jets. The price for this experience is forty five bucks per person. Um, blah blah blah. Check in anyway. I'll, I'll I'll save that. I mean, there's some photos of it too, and you can you know Google it and, and figure out where it's from. You get a free drink of your choice and like a, a snack. Apparently, the the desserts weren't very cool. Okay, they were kind of not very good. Uh, there's some weird board games like uh, Connect Four and Jenga. Very, Which is very appropriate for being in Tomorrowland, right. but you know, whatever. Um, and then you get a, you get this cool view that not many people see. That's it's a like, great view. There's the Matterhorn and there's the the rocket, you know, the people mover like plat, uh, platform and stuff like that. Thing, yeah. yeah. So is this that all? What I call the wasted area in. Uh, 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 no, it's, it's not because that Mountain? part that um, the heliport part is going to be the um, the theater, you know, the stage show again. So this has to be somewhere. It has to be somewhere it's, else. It's just it's the second floor of the Star Wars launch bay, right? Inventions. So it's oh, like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I was thinking of a different ride. Oh, ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, look, you get like eight grapes, <laughs> and like a I don't know. It's it's a weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And apparently, um, so this person did not get to go. Is that a burrito? It's a zinger. It's a, z- it's a zinger. A host of zinger. It's like, it's like jelly coconut. on the outside with coconut. Yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> Apparently, this person didn't get to see the fireworks because the it would, they were canceled because of due oh, the wind. So if they're canceled, you don't get your money back. <gasps> wow. And so what it says on the website, um, uh, we were, let's see. Uh, right. We were told uh, several times by cast members that the fireworks were only an addition to the experience and that the lounge is the experience by itself. Large disclaimers on the website when booking this uh, make it unmistakably clear. So it'll tell you all over the place that you're just sitting up there for an hour right. eating a snack and playing Jenga. Eating ho-hos. Right. For $45. So it sounds like just spend 45 bucks doing something else, dude. I mean, you get a, a different view of the fireworks, but it's not going to be... It doesn't sound like it would be any cooler than either, anything else. Either I'm having like the longest deja vu... Or we already did this story. Yeah. No, we talked about them bringing it to the park, but we no, never talked we, about the review. I, I think we did. We may have, but I think that's funny. Okay, um, whatever. Uh, Disney seeks. Uh, here, I'm going to close that one because that's a boring story. And let's finish this one off with finally some things are coming back online at Disneyland. They, a lot of stuff reopens next month on the 29th. Uh, Davy Crockett's Explore Canoes comes back online. Yes. Disneyland Railroad comes back online. Yes. Um, that's a good ride. Phantasmic comes back online. Uh, the Mark Twain Riverboat comes back online. Actually, Phantasmic comes on the 717. Everything else is 729. Sailing Ship Columbia, of course, as well. So things are slowly but surely uh, coming back 
um, That's online. awesome. I can, I'm so happy about that. I actually didn't think that they were going to come back until Star Wars Land opened. Uh, yeah, me too. Well, <clears throat> I knew that they wouldn't really because, I mean, they just needed to close those to divert some of the things, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, they would bring them back eventually, but uh, it's good to know they're coming back soon. Yeah, it, I, I was surprised at how quickly yeah, they came back. for sure. So I missed um, part of that, but uh, is the walkway open again? I don't think yeah. so. That's unfortunate. I don't know. Oh, the, yeah, well, I don't know. It has to be, though, because isn't that where the canoes load? No. Oh. The walkway you're talking about Which, between uh, like where the ranch used to be and Fantasyland? Sure. You know how I am with direction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How close is it? <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking about the walkway between... Um, the one that's closed that makes everything else seem terrible. Yeah, that's that's not where that's you're thinking Star it is. Wars Land. Right, so... No, it won't be open. This yeah, I don't think so. No. No, oh. I thought I read that it was, but right. there's no way. I don't see how it could be. No, they're still doing construction there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do the fact of the show and then finally get out of here. Right? Yes, yes I, this has been... <laughs> Are we ready for that? This is a show. This is a show. Okay, this... Uh, I'm going to pull from the book again, the uh, Disney Facts Revealed book, because I haven't had time to actually look for anything else. Um, this is a question about, uh, in reference to our last show... Terrence. Uh, in Saving Mr. Banks, when P.L. Travers goes to Disneyland with Walt Disney, Walt is met by a group of fans wanting autographs, but instead of hand-signing everything for them, he hands out pieces of paper with his autograph already on them. <laughs> Did Walt really do this? So uh, Dave uh, says, uh, Walt found out that when he started signing autographs at Disneyland, he got his huge he got this huge crowd around him, and he was unable to get his work done. So he made a point of hand-signing pages from his notepads, and he would hand them out to guests on request. Nice. The signatures are authentic. That's awesome. Huh. Pretty cool. That's smart. Yeah. We're smarter, <laughs> not harder. Save a little time. <laughs> it is smart, super smart. Smart dude. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the show, which is a little over two hours. <laughs> uh, but it was fun, wow. and we got a lot of information out, and uh, it was a good time. So uh, I appreciate you guys for everything and all of your support, and we will see you around, I suppose, hopefully at the 100th uh, episode. Yes. Which is coming up. This is episode 90. Wow. Yeah, I was actually looking at that schedule, and this is crazy. We have 20 weeks. Ugh, what? I just got that feeling like we you were 20, talking about the weeks. Guardians oh. of the Galaxy ride now. Now we got to figure it out. Figure it out. All right, everybody. Um, <laughs> until then, we'll see you in the parks. <laughs>